watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's me, Jory, here, introducing the podcast. Like it's always been. I, uh, I always, and there's never been anything else going on. With me this week, for the first time ever, is... <laughs> is joe how are you doing today oh it's so nice to finally get on my favorite podcast it's 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 i feel so lucky to be invited on uh it does feel like it's been forever since we've talked about one piece because we took a weekend (laughs) off to stream instead it's weird to be recording an episode and know that it comes out the same month we're recording oh yeah i guess we've caught back up yeah a little i mean for now that'll change i mean in two weeks but (laughs) Uh, yes, it is me. I'm so happy to be here and talk about Caesar Clown and how he's never done anything bad. <laughs> he says his funny little jokes. His funny little clown man <laughs> and, his, and his crimes against humanity. <laughs> uh, we are talking more about Punk Hazard uh, this week on the podcast. We're hitting episode 60 and talking about episode 600. So that's some synergy that I didn't yeah. plan on. Uh, we're doing 600 through 610. I was very worried. I picked up, I accidentally, like, I was like, oh, is this not a great space to leave off? But, like, <laughs> a- as always, the last 30 seconds of the episode is like, here's all the things going on right now yeah. to worry about <laughs> next time. And I was like, okay, good. No, I nailed it. And end on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, there's very few episodes of One Piece where it's like, I don't need to see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of how, I guess anime manga yeah. is kind of paced to keep you coming back for more but some episodes are better than that than others but yeah six 600 through 610 more punk hazard last time we left off with a lot of uh big revelations like who joker is who all's working with who and all the good guys are in a cage or most of them anyway and some i guess i don't know if you'd call smoker a good guy but he's in a cage too he's not as bad as the other bad guys Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. He's almost always around with someone worse is there, and he ends up being like, "Shit, Luffy, I think you're the only person I want to catch." But you're, you're I, it's you're, it's you're, not responsible for me. You're in the right here, Luffy. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of takes on Virgo and how perfunctory he kind of is in that role of like he represents this like in that Doflamingo has for the Marines, and he pulls these strings and he helps, you know, demonstrate that, you know, Smoker's a good guy in a bad system. But outside of that, God, do I just not give a shit about Virgo. <laughs> he is the weakest link of this arc for yeah. me. And I like I like this arc a lot more than other people because I'm like, I, I am like pot committed to Caesar and Monet uh, and Law. And then Virgo's just kind of also necessary for the plot to progress, I guess. Uh, I like that he has stuff stuck to his face. That's a funny bit. Also, he regularly forgets things about himself. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, or just that's reality around him. But yeah, we'll we'll get into that uh, as as these episodes progress. We start uh, where we left off. Episode six hundred starts. We're also starting to get into like five six minutes of recap. Oh yeah, territory. My uh, my brother like watched some of the episodes with me because I like I made food and then he came up and he just like sat down and was eating when I was watching and he was asking questions like. Is the first episode, is it, does it take like seven minutes to get to the episode? It's like, yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. There's a lot going on. On the upside, it does, it like, the thing is, like, then it's like, oh, I gotta watch ten episodes this weekend to record, but 
do the math of how long that is and then like subtract seven minutes per episode. Yeah. Uh, start skipping around sometimes when it's like, okay, well, these next 30 seconds are just going to be dramatic shots of smoke <laughs> going over mountains. I can probably skip ahead <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, I think I think those pacing problems are, they're obviously going to get like, you know, we've, I've never pretended that Dressrosa has a perfect arc, <laughs> but uh, some, some of those symptoms are starting to show now. Um, but 600 picks up the, the, right after the big reveal that uh, he's going to become the Don Quixote do Flamingo. <laughs> and Luffy's like, who is that? Again, do I know that man? <laughs> and then it, it hits him that he does kind of remember. He calls him the bird guy. Yeah, Smoker. And, uh, Smoker's like, you should, you should remember him. He was there. Like you saw him fight Crocodile. Like <laughs> I don't blame Luffy for blocking out or not paying attention to anything at Marineford, <laughs> except for maybe Buggy at this point. I think by now, I think he should remember Buggy when he meets him. I'm sure he'll forget him the next time he sees him. But uh, yeah, no. If I was Luffy at Marineford. I would not have clocked Doflamingo whatsoever. Yeah. Even though I think there's a whole episode focusing on them interacting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who he's controlling, but I remember he was like sitting on a body of, like, or s- sitting on a bunch of corpses like a chair. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Doflamingo's a good guy, you know? Pretty cool. He's kind of cool. But yeah, he's, he's just a bird guy to Luffy. I suppose because of the feather coat and flying around and <laughs> yeah. Flamingo is in his name. So that's why he's the, yeah, he's the bird guy. That's yeah, what the apparently subtitles he, said, just like bird guy. <laughs> bird guy, yeah. Apparently, uh, Har- Harvey Bird guy. Apparently, he uh, struck down Moria, according to Toshiki, which we kind of saw like yeah. a glimpse of. And the look on Luffy's face is like, oh man, I didn't even kill Moria. And that's how I know he's a bad guy. <laughs> well, Luffy doesn't kill anybody, though. <laughs> so, that's different. You know, Anyways, that scene's <laughs> over for now. If I, if I was Doflamingo, I'd be like, you... You got beat trying to do one plan, and you're already focusing on trying to get Luffy's shadow to put in another giant? You're fucking dumb. You gotta get out of here. I mean, I don't know. If I had one <laughs> play in my whole life, and then and then I just happened to walk into, hey, I, this, I just, I've just been handed the tools to try again? I don't know. I guess maybe you swing for it, right? May, I don't know. I, if, if, if I had bet my whole life... On a giant corpse that I did not know there was two of, and I show up to and I show up to a team meeting I don't really care about, and oh look, a second corpse. I don't know. I, I think you gotta swing for it. I don't blame Mori at all. And Luffy's there. The same. You. you it's redemption. Anyways, uh, he's dead forever probably, and uh, we cut Is away. He a stampede. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I could be I could be wrong. I don't entirely remember, but I don't think so. We cut away though to Nami, who is still in Sanji's body. Uh, she is with Usopp with the kids who are struggling what with uh, withdrawals and such. Nami's trying to calm them down. They want candy. She doesn't want Usopp to use any more of his like sleeping gas attacks. And uh, wouldn't you know it, Caesar shows up. <laughs> Surely things will get fine now. Yeah. Well, Nami's inside Sanji's body, so she can do all his cool attacks, and she'll mm-hmm. beat him, and she can use his hockey. She, she intrinsically knows how to use hockey and set her feet on a fire. It's going to be great. Just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> Although it does imply in a little bit that, like, she only survived to death experience because his body is stronger than hers. Yeah. I don't but- know how I feel about that. <laughs> I 
I, I definitely think it's like, uh, just he's done more like battle training and stuff, so I feel like it's something like mm-hmm. that. But uh, it could also be, well, if he's... she was in a woman's body, she wouldn't be able to. Well, that that's the thing. Like, there is, the whole thing smacks of gender, but like, <laughs> just looking at the text, like, Nami isn't a physical fighter. Sanji's an interesting character because, like, design-wise, in terms of strength, because he's, like, the least jacked but <laughs> still very strong guy. Yeah. Like, Luffy Luffy gets visible abs. Zoro, of course, gets wider and more abs. Sanji has them, but he's the most dressed guy Yeah, in the like in the crew. So, like, thinking of him as, like, this strong buff guy is, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, he's, he's, he's slender compared to everybody else, and he just... He doesn't use his arms at all. Uh, but anyways, yes, textually even, I suppose he is a, a stronger body. But uh, yeah, the whole thing smacks of gender, unsurprisingly. Uh, One Piece, smacking of gender? Uh, anyways, yeah, Caesar's here. This is bad. Uh, the kids are like hallucinating at this point. It's bleak. As Caesar arrives, he's like, hey, what's up? It's candy time. I'm going to take you back for candy. And the kids, the giant kids that were chained up Break those chains and get out, which is a shame and scary that they're that strong. Yeah, I, I the the kids. That's that's. T- I can't think of anything scarier actually than like giant children that are angry about candy mm-hmm. at you. Giant children who will do anything in their massive power to get a thing they're literally addicted to. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how many Usops I would say that kid is tall, but they're big. Probably like three Usops, maybe At the least, biggest probably, one. Probably, yeah. It's a lot of Usops. Uh, Usop Usop wants to use his like sleep star again. Nami, yeah, refuses to let him. Uh, she has a very impassioned speech about how you you can't like you know they're victims. You can't go at them. It's not their fault. Uh, in which I would say sleeping sleep gas is pretty humane. They've done it twice now. Yeah. But unless unless I'm misreading the scene and he was intending to do something stronger. But ultimately, he decides to attack uh, Caesar instead. He's like, I got a plan to attack this gas man. This will work great on gas. So he shoots a Firebird star. And it just kind of fizzles out and passes through him yeah, and does nothing. That's kind of just what I expected anyway. Like, after when Caesar was like... Oh, I bet you thought that would blow me up, huh? Because I made a gas. My in my head, I went. I didn't. I'm, I just would have assumed it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I knew there was no chance of it working, but I didn't remember how. Mm. I was like, "What did he do?" And then, you know, obviously, this explains uh, a scene from last time that I completely had no idea what was going on because <laughs> uh, I forgot about this thing that is feels obvious after he explains it. Yeah, uh, but he's. But he's like, not all gas is poison gas, dipshit. Oxygen's a gas. I control that, too. So he just removed the oxygen from the fire, and it passes through him. And that means he can uh, remove the oxygen from the air around someone and uh, suffocate them, which is... Feels too strong. Terrifying. And that is definitely so too strong. We do, we do, like, establish, like, a range on it later, but that's still, like, fucked up. Mm-hmm. You can just remove oxygen. Yeah, so that's how he knocked out everybody before, including Luffy, who is more or less immune to poison. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he's like, all right, now I'm going to use this power on you. And he goes and he uh, suffocates Usopp. And I don't know if the tone was more dire 
in the subs or in the original language, but in the dub at least, it comes off as like funny to me that when he's like choking and like Caesar standing over them, Nami's just kind of standing there and she's like, "Hang in there!" as he's like choking, <laughs> and he's just staring at him. Is that like Gambate would be that much better? But even just like in the delivery, it just feels like oh yeah, you're just you're just watching a man choke and you're like, <laughs> "Hang in there!" You can do it. You got this, buddy. And then he goes for her as well. But guess what? Guess who didn't die last time? I forgot about him. Not, I just assumed he was dead. <laughs> I, you, I, I, I like this arc. I speak highly of it. And yet I remember nothing about it. I'm just like, everyone's hot. So it's good, right? <laughs> uh, Brownbeard is still alive. And he is very angry at Caesar and s- swings at him. And it doesn't really matter. Like, he's not going to do any damage to this Logia gas man. No. But... Caesar does try to do his, like, spinning around thing where he's like, oh, no, that was just a lie. You know, I, I actually like you. You're in it. The fact that you're still alive ingratiates you even more to me. I like you more now that my attempt to kill you didn't work. And uh, it does not work on Brownbeard. <laughs> Nami, Nami calls him Brown Bear. <laughs> oh. And U- Usopp's like, I mean, that's close, but not his name. <laughs> I like that. I thought she said brown beer at first, and I was very confused. I had to rewind it like six times. Uh, eventually, she just starts calling him Brownie. I don't think she ever actually says his name in the dub, at least. Uh, yeah, so Caesar's like, it was just a prank, bro. Just a prank. It doesn't work. And the kids leave. They run out towards the lab to get on whatever Caesar's ship is. They later call it like a. F- they, they, I think they had balloons or something, and it floats over the island. Yeah, some kind of like flying gas airship thing. Yeah, I don't know if I. I missed the single shot of it <laughs> flying. I like saw the deck of that they were on briefly. Yeah, I think the only time you really see it is when it like lands back at the base to like bring the kids inside. Yeah, I think I might have clicked away to tweet a screenshot and not paused it. <laughs> but yeah, so they run out. Uh, Nami and Usopp follow, and Black or Brownbeard. I just started writing BB as a sh- shorthand in my notes, and I'm probably gonna accidentally say the wrong name a couple times. Uh, Brownbeard was like. I'm going to get my men and leave. You know, you're not, we're not with you anymore. And Caesar's like, uh, all of you swear fealty to me. You're not a captain of anybody anymore. And then he makes him blow up. Do you think he's dead this time? Oh, he's got to be, right? Got to be dead this time. He blowed up. How many, he got shot in the face (laughs) by the fucking Yeti Cool Brothers. And now he got exploded by Gastonet, which I only sort of understand. But from from what I can gather from it, um, it's basically like they don't give anything. But when when I say it, I just imagine what they do is they set a spark, and then he's makes volatile gas in the area to make it explode, but not not make himself explode somehow. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess like he's a logia fruit man with power over gas. Can he replace what gas he is made of? Like like his body is made of a gas that won't explode, but he surrounds. I don't know if I don't know enough about science <laughs> to know anything about this. I've taken multiple physics classes and I could not tell you anything from them. So I haven't done that since high school, <laughs> but I did take physics once. I was solid at it. But uh, you know, he's he's just a funny little clown, and he can make a funny little explosion. What if it? Uh, I mean, he floats around too much. Maybe if he did walk, he would have fart noise shoes, <laughs> like the guy from from Stronghold. Probably. Later in a flashback, he has, like, sleeves of a shirt that look a lot like the <laughs> Strong World Clown. I-, I hope they're brothers. That's my, that's my personal headcanon. 
just clown scientist brothers. I would watch a whole spinoff show about them. Uh, anyways, yeah, Brownbeard's super dead. Not going to show up again at the end, like by the end of this episode that we're discussing. Then he, so Caesar grabs Nami and Usopp before they can catch up with the kids and uh, just does Gastonet again. And kills them. So now they're dead. They're dead as shit. Gone forever. Ripped to some real ones. Sanji will never um, get his body back. No. I think this, I, I don't know if I would still be watching this show or have started a podcast if Sanji was in Nami's body for the rest of it. <laughs> but no. That might be the thing that We, that we see later that it unlocks me. a secret power within him. I don't know how I feel about that, though. <laughs> like, that's... It's like, I, I laughed, but I don't know if I feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, we'll, we'll, that, uh, that, we'll spend like we'll two hours there. on that probably <laughs> i just keep going back to the same thing with sanji that is 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 it is futile to even look for in this text because i know it's like uh, uh gender <laughs> anyways we'll get there um speaking of though this isn't the scene we're talking about but we do cut back to Team Zora running away from the goop. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is throwing her goop across <laughs> the sea. Oh, I couldn't think of her name the other day. I was talking about how the, like, bullshit supplements that she sells are the same exact ones that Alex Jones sells. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's fun. The thing about Gwyneth Paltrow is that she's, you know, probably doing just as much harm, just quietly, and with a better brand than oh, Alex yeah. Jones. But... Every time I see a headline with her name in it, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the one about, like, she was like, I would return to a Marvel movie if I could get it done in, like, two days. Like, <laughs> that's the exact perspective I want someone to have about Marvel at this point. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, probably monstrous if I were to actually look into it. I'm surprised, <laughs> oh, no, Ross and Carrie hasn't, like, maybe they're working on some goop deep dives right now. <laughs> All the goop is now over the sea river crater in the middle of the island and is trying to meet up uh it is it is unifying in one location um that'll pay off soon chopper do you remember chopper yeah the cute little baby boy yeah he was in the lab doing research on all of caesar's notes to make a uh like sedative to counterbalance the drug's effects he has completed his research he is now hiding to because uh he is He's just kind of like looking at Luffy and Law in a cage and is just like, I don't think I can help them. <laughs> like, he, like, he's like, I could try, but I would lose. And also, as a side effect, I would lose all the research and shit I just made. <laughs> uh, I really like the how that ends. I think it's in the next episode. Eventually, he gets like past a note that I think about a lot. That's yeah. <laughs> really good. It's so funny. Uh, we see the boat that the kids are on. The minion among us guys are taking them back to the lab. And Caesar was setting up some shit to live stream his experiment to Twitch. He is broadcasting to just a bunch of people who are in the market for murder weapons. Weapons of mass destruction is what the uh, subtitles kept saying. I just can't, yeah. uh, I was just, is, is that what they would say in the dub? Probably. I, pro- I like, 
I just don't think I wrote down the word, and that I, phrase didn't come to mind. See, it just... But it is it, what it is. It just stuck out of my brain just because, you know, we grew up in a post-9-11 world, and uh, <laughs> that's just a word mm-hmm. I, I'd be at my grandma's house, and I'd hear that word 22-7,000 times on <laughs> mm-hmm. the news. Yeah. Uh, C- yeah, Caesar probably does say experiment or uh, weapons of mass destruction in the dub. Since the new world, things are just worse. Things are darker and badder, uh, and and Caesar's crimes are no exception. That's what happens when you take a two year break from just doing anything. You just come back two years later, and stuff is worse. Things get worse. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Much like our show. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yes, he's setting up a bunch of video snails to broadcast his experiment. He goes on the PA to give his little introduction to, welcome to my TED Talk, I'm gonna kill a bunch of people. And, uh, we see, like, some silhouette shadows of people watching. I don't recognize the first one. One of them looks like Hawkins, but I don't actually think it is because he just shows up later in another scene. Yeah, it it definitely does look like him, but when we see him later, he's definitely not in a, um fucked up uh viewing room yeah i i yeah so that's interesting uh we do definitely make out peckham's and yeah uh, what's that idiot's name tamago eggman yeah dr eggman it ends on a killer and kid watching the stream how dramatic that all these characters are in the new world and we are now seeing their faces again um we'll see a little bit more of them here in a little bit but that's the end of 600, 601. We see a bunch of Marines are scared because they can't get into the lab. Uh, that's, that's bad. They're all going to die. And uh, uh, so Caesar is... Caesar bounces all over the place in these episodes. And I'm always just like, oh, I guess he's here now. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, he's a gas man. He's a man. gas he can, man. Yeah, he can... Yeah. I imagine he has his own little vents to get through the facility fast. Mm-hmm. That's fun he's to sus. think about. <laughs> Caesar <laughs> vented. <laughs> I saw Caesar vent. <laughs> Caesar is sus. He's. He, I, I just gotta say this right now. I, it wasn't an intentional <laughs> thing to make the gas man's core personality trait gaslighting people. Like, was that an intent? Was that like? Was I that- <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I, I, I was I was thinking about making a gaslighting joke earlier when he was like tricking brown brownbeard and I was like this isn't really gaslighting he's just lying yeah because uh, really it's more just closer just like lying to people yeah but he's he's not he's not trying to convince that it didn't happen or that brownbeard's wrong he's just like it was a prank bro come on it's a it's a joke come on <laughs> and that's the thing like oh, yeah Caesar. Caesar lies a lot. I don't, I don't, there probably is an example that is closer to actual gaslighting, but I don't want to give that any thought. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to look for it. But anyways, he takes the kids or he's taking the kids into the lab and he's like, ah, there's candy in the biscuits room. Just let these minions take you there. I got to go murder a bunch of people. Doesn't say that, but that's what he's going to do. One girl, however, I don't know if we got her name before. Her name is Mocha. She's a giant. Uh, she is like the one in the group that is not suffering as bad. Yeah. She's big, so I don't think she has less of a drug effect. I think it's just like, I don't, I don't know, some like anime willpower shit that's just like, because she's still like hallucinating and seeing all the minions as like snake monsters. Yeah. But she's like, I know the lab is bad and I don't want to be here. So she tries, she's like banging on the walls trying to escape. So she's not being taken back to the biscuits room. 
Because, like, I mean, she's, like, four times the size of the people trying to move her. I'm surprised they don't have sleepy gas guns. Yeah, you think, you think they would? Them so they could, like, take care of stuff. Yeah. She yells for Nami. She wants to go back. She's like, I should have listened to Nami. Uh, speaking of, we see her climb out of the snow. And I think she makes some remark where she's like, sure, I'm glad I'm in Sanji's body. Because, who boy, my back would be broken. <laughs> and uh, she pulls Usopp's nose out of the snow. Not literally, but she does, we do get, like, a shot of, like, just his nose sticking out, and then she, like, pulls him out. Um, and they see Brownbeard, who I guess is still alive. Shame. At some point, he just stops being in these episodes, and I have no idea where he went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I blinked again and missed something, but uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. I think I mentioned it in my notes. Uh, they're going to try and get him out in a little bit. We check back in on Virgo, who is drinking coffee. And we see the spoon just kind of stick to his face. I, he has so many bits and none of them really connect with him. Like, it's not like he's a magnet, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he, like, just, he, he has so much going on, but he's definitely also not nothing. a devil fruit user. Like, at least from what I no, have seen. No, he's just a dipshit. He, he's just a guy who's really strong. <laughs> and... Yeah, he's just a man who is so good at, like, hockey and the, like, CP9 martial arts techniques. And also, he has a bunch of, like, stupid running jokes where he, like, (laughs) says a thing that never happened, uh, gets food stuck to his face. (laughs) These things don't necessarily connect in a a way that is significant. It's just two things at the same time. You know, I I was thinking about watching this as, like, Every a lot of the Marines are just like make up a guy posts because if if this is the, the most if the Marine is like important in some way they have a unique trait to them for whatever reason like uh, Sengoku just has a bird hat for whatever reason he has a bird hat mm-hmm. <laughs> or an afro when he stops wearing the hat it's an afro yeah <laughs> which is funny just because like he's old like like he's just like kept a style from when he was the hot man on campus yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's like a One Piece thing. That's like an anime shonen thing. Like, that's not yeah. even unique to One Piece. Just like, we need a reason for these guys to stick out in your memory and be yeah. like, significant or fun to watch. And Vergo really feels the most like, yeah, I put in this bad Marine guy because he like works for Joker and he's a high up guy. Smoker's going to fight him. But like, what? He needs a thing, right? He needs like a thing. What's a thing I haven't used? And he like flips through like all of his sticky notes of like funny visual gags and he's like ah oh, that one's saved for later <laughs> this guy has that power i can't do that uh food's good yeah fuck it food on his face why not uh anyways yeah he uses hockey a bunch He'll, well we haven't seen the majority of his fight yet so we'll see just how much hockey the man has uh but anyways he yeah the spoon's on his face now and caesar walks in caesar's like hey why aren't your marines on a better leash than they are like Get your shit together. Aren't you their leader? And he's like, there is no leash strong enough for Smoker. (laughs) He's too good for the Marines, but uh, not smart enough to leave the Marines. (laughs) I don't think Smoker would ever... The thing is, like, that's the thing. Smoker's idea of justice is so narrow. It's like, he's right about a lot of things. Like, he knows when to team up with Luffy or not stop him because they align. But he's also like, piracy is always bad, and the Revolutionary Army's always bad. Even though I feel like he would definitely align with both. Like, he has aligned with pirates at certain times. But, like, 
if he were to, I feel like he wouldn't leave the Marines. I feel like he would start his own thing. But not like the Neo Marines in fucking Film Z. Like that's <laughs> I don't I don't think Smoker goes around killing people. Would would Smoker go to the revolutionaries and go, No, you can only defeat the celestial dragons on the stage of debate. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> No, he's a fighting man. That's the thing. He 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 wants to beat the shit out of Virgo. So I don't know. Yeah, he's just like he's an interesting guy. Smoker is Oda's always very strategic about when he shows up. Yeah. So um, I mean, you know, because if if he if Smoker just was popping up every arc, it'd just be Smoker helping out Luffy every arc. Because <laughs> Smoker'd be like, oh fuck, this guy's worse than what you're doing. Yeah, Luffy's never gonna be the worst guy in any situation he's in because the show's about him. He's the good guy. <laughs> So whenever Smoker shows up, he's like, fuck, yeah, no, this guy's fucking the worst, and Luffy wants to beat him. Also, uh, this this situation is even more heightened by him not having his heart right now, uh, which comes up here in this scene, I think, because Caesar has it. Oh, actually, yeah, I wrote down, Caesar says that Law is very fetching in chains. I don't know, I think that, I, I think that line is why I like this arc so much. I think that just boils it down. Caesar's like... <laughs> Damn, La, you look hot tied up. <laughs> La is just like, okay. Okay. Every Law face is so good. Oh. <laughs> a specific one that you tweeted, this is Robin, just with like a goofy smile on her face and Law upset is uh-huh. really good. <laughs> it w- That was so hard to get because it's like, it pans from Robin over to Law, so I had to pause it at a specific moment to get both of them. At some point, Frankie just wakes up yeah. in this scene. I kind of wish he didn't. I kind of wish he was just asleep the whole time. <laughs> you know, something I'll say is like, how how do they restrain the uh, the robot, and so that like he's not strong enough to break the chains? Because all I could think of is that's not a devil fruit, so I don't know. Yeah, and it's and uh, for se- I, I was like, maybe maybe Caesar doesn't realize. It's like, no, he knows that he has Vegapunk's like lasers and shit in him, so. Mm. But he has to put both his hands together for it. So technically, mm. there's little he can do with his hands. That's because that's what they say later is like, oh, yeah, Frank, you have a laser beam. And he's like, yeah, I can't really do it with my hands behind my back, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he farts in that scene. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're chained up and uh, we get a flashback to when Caesar. We haven't seen this before, but it's like an explanation flashback where Caesar is like, yeah, well, I don't really trust you very much. So I'm going to need your heart to let you run around my island because you're stronger than me. And Law's like, fine, sure. And Caesar's like, look, it'll be a fair trade. I'll give you Monet's. Not a fair trade. (laughs) But I guess he has Monet's heart. At some point, Monet being not as simple of a secretary as Law might have assumed, she overhears all of Law's plans and they get the jump on them. Caesar has a line where it's like, you didn't think that Monet was as smart as she was. And Law is like, it was more so that I didn't think anybody smart would work with you. <laughs> so, funny stuff, and then he punches Law's heart, which does a lot of damage, I know. It seems like it would hurt a lot. I imagine it probably does. Yeah. Um, and they have smokers as well, and uh, this is when uh, Caesar starts his live stream. He goes live, and there's just a big fucking piece of candy somewhere in the snow. Uh, he starts talking about his experiment four years ago. It's like last time, great success with the explosion, the poison gas, but people were able to escape and survive. So it wasn't good enough. This time, 
I'm going to make it better so no one can escape and survive in any way. Uh, just a reminder, Smiley, the, the, the goopy axolotl, the goo puppy, uh, he is just made up of all the gas from the explosion four years ago, just concentrated into goop. Caesar's like, yeah, I just, you know, I made this big candy that it's going to eat and it's going to just, you know, pump it up 10 more times or something. So that's going to be bad if that happens. It's going to happen. <laughs> it happens. We see Smiley now forming up into one big. It's so interesting that it's an axolotl, <laughs> which is ex- which is kind of explained, maybe not directly. And maybe later it gets said that it like specifically is given the form of an axolotl. but. Uh, it forms up behind Team Zoro, who's, like, running away. They're like, oh, I guess it's one big thing now. Fucked up. They start running towards the candy, and they're like, that's weird. Why is that there? I think Brooke's like, am I just hallucinating from how tired I am? <laughs> does Brooke need to sleep? Good question. <laughs> does Does a man with no organs well, he still e- f- function? He He eats and poops, so he's... He's got a... Uh-huh. <laughs> he's probably got to sleep? Yeah, but is it... I don't know. What does he gain it's from it? It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. What does he gain from it? He seems like a guy that could just, like, meditate for five minutes and be good. <laughs> you know? it's Because it's all mental for him. He doesn't have a, organs to to recover or his stomach to fill. He just drinks bones. Or no, he drinks milk and his bones get... It'd be funny if he drank bones. But he drinks milk and his bones power up. Uh, so they're running towards the candy. There's like a tiny dragon here that the minions are using to to, to drag their sled. And uh, oh no, I can't believe that something is destroying, like there's some corrosive destroying their sled and freeing the dragon. Who could have possibly done this? <laughs> ah, it's Caesar. Caesar did this because they're also going to be victims to the experiment. Caesar would never do that to his subordinates. No, he's such a nice guy. I know the master would never do things like that. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's a close personal friend of mine, Caesar Clown. So this is uh, dark but funny <laughs> uh, that Caesar's just like, oh no, you'll have to run, and uh, your suits won't be able to save you. They'll just slow you down. So take them off and run. <laughs> and like oh, Monet is like in the room, and she's like, I I wouldn't buy that. Yeah, she's like, no, you know, what you're doing is unbelievable, sir. Yeah, he's he's very performative, and they all listen because, you know, the master is just such a good guy. And we get a dramatic zoom in on apples! Yeah, oh, what what the fuck was up with that? Um, <laughs> Like, I mean, it pays off in, like, an episode. Kind of. Not really. Well, here's the thing. You, you, they, they show something else with the apples, and then it's just not touched on for the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sure I'll get an answer eventually, but that's like just something that they're like, yeah, we'll do that later. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is a secret tool for later. Chekhov's apples. Mm-hmm. Chekhov's devil fruit. Yeah. I'm curious if it, uh, I, I will it ever come up again? That's the thing. You don't even see like the apples being like taken and they're like, oh man, this is just going to be on the boat forever. Is anyone going to eat this? <laughs> it's just very funny that in this episode, there's just an unnecessary dramatic <laughs> yeah. zoom on apples. Like, they have apples with them? It comes up, like, in the next episode. Uh, before this episode ends, though, Caesar, on the big projector screen, is, like, trying to bond with his axolotl son. 
And it just kind of ignores him and eats the big candy. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, I wanted you to do that, though. <laughs> I'm in control. He's not. Um, in the next episode, though, 602, it starts with the candy dissolving inside of the, the goo puppy. You can, like, see through them. So you, like, kind of see the candy and uh, yeah. the, pa- the paper dissolves off. And then it starts to dissolve as a whole and affect his uh, biological makeup. Uh, my favorite part of this episode is right at the top. Everybody in the cage back in the in the lab is just like, oh, man, what is this going to do? And Robin's like, this is going to this this can't be a, this has to be like a big weapon of his. And Luffy's like, man, that is one big frog. <laughs> yeah. It's just so good. I, I love that Luffy just does not know the dire circumstances that are occurring. That's what makes him so good. Yeah. This is something I like to think about with fictional characters a lot. And it's like, which ones think pro wrestling is real? And like, which ones know it's it's scripted? And I feel like... That's basically confirmed by One Piece, though. <laughs> Soga King might as well be a wrestler. Yeah, because uh, I'll say, like, the, the difference... Like, the only people who in the crew who think it's it's real would be Chopper or Luffy. Uh, Robin would play along with it. And I think Frank, Frankie can appreciate it. Uh, even though he knows it's scripted. But the difference yeah. between Luffy and Chopper is Chopper, like, sees the, the face getting the shit kicked out of him. He's like, no! And he's, like, crying. And then Luffy uh, stretches and punches the heel wrestler in the face because he's like, don't you do that! I need to save him! That's how yeah. <laughs> he realizes the situation. Mm-hmm. We need a One Piece wrestling crossover, I think. This should be the next movie. The, uh... Should just be a wrestling movie. The Chopper Man filler arc I saw has a pro wrestler in it. Oh, shit. <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> I, I guess we'll probably cover that in, like, a year on the Patreon, then. Because I've seen pictures of... When we just start of, to of, cover all the, fo- uh, the filler. I've seen pictures of that wrestler in, like, a Chopper hat and stuff. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. He's, like, a super big One Piece fan. Yeah, I wonder, has, has Jamie Lee Curtis ever been in, like, a dub for the movies or anything? That feels like a an easy opportunity. I think, I feel like we've had this and we've looked it up and it was just a bunch of people saying, they should contact her. I'm sure that they have. <laughs> like, I, I I don't know. It's been so well known that she's a, a big nerd forever. So, I don't know. Is she, has she done voice acting work? I'm sure she'd be decent enough at it. But oh, I'm sure. I don't know if she's ever done it. I feel like she has to have at some point. I don't know. Oh, she was on the English dub of From Up on Poppy Hill. The, yeah, uh, a Ghibli feel. Uh, that's like a good um, example of yeah. where an actor like that would. Oh, and uh, I mean, we cannot uh, disrespect Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, yeah, like a Rudolph movie, like little things here and there. And she's apparently in the Borderlands movie. Yep. Back Anyways. to One Piece. <laughs> oh, I guess she was on Archer for an episode, too. Oh. Okay, yes, I'm closing this tab now. Where were we? Big Frog. Yeah. Yeah, so now in this episode, it starts to, like, the, the big goo puppy starts to deteriorate and collapse. I think it might start changing color soon. Yeah. It's, its eyes disappear, and it's, it's, like, around there. It's, like, after that, that we zoom in on the apples again, and one of them turns into a devil fruit. Yeah. yeah. Smiley melts into a, a death gas cloud. And it is by, I'm looking it up, which uh, seems to make me think that it was just literally never directly explained. I I remember something 
and this is the only thing I could think it could be, is Doflamingo is like, who cares about slaves? Fake devil fruits are the new market. And is that what this is? Is just showing that uh, this is where he's getting those? That was my first thought, was <laughs> that does the smiley gas relate to fake devil fruits? Because that is a thing that eventually comes up. Uh, but no. All signs seem to point to just that Smiley had the axolotl fruit, and this is him dying, and it just repopulates in the nearest fruit. Because apparently that's what happens. I know I've talked about it on the podcast oh, before. Oh, shit. I don't know if this is the first time it's like, I think this is the first time it's seen on screen. I don't know if it's the first time it's been like said, uh, but I talked about it, you know, 20 months. But <laughs> just, uh, yeah, so when Smiley dies, the axolotl fruit just repopulates in the closest nearby fruit. And I guess it just never comes up again. So, which is interesting because it's like, I think, is someone, something else going to have that fruit later? Is this going to come back up? Is this just a thing where it's like, and now you know that fruits do this? I don't know. Huh. See, I never would have even like considered that the, the goop thing shaped like an axolotl was through a devil fruit and not. Caesar clown just so happened to be able to turn a poison gas into a sentient uh, goop monster that he yeah. now deconstructed it back into a poison cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering. Um, I'm looking through the the citations in the wiki, and it's just like, <laughs> how do you feed a fruit to a bunch of gas? I guess it's the same thing as like you know all the weapons that eat dog fruits, but I don't know. Who gives a shit? But that's what happens. Will it come up again? I don't know. Yeah, Chekhov's, Chekhov's axolotl fruit. In in Wano, Luffy is uh, going to be about, about to lose against Kaido, and then an axolotl's going to pop up and punch Kaido away, and we're going to see him, and it's going to be Kobe. Kobe ate <laughs> the axolotl fruit. Yeah, I can't think of a single... <laughs> I can't think of a single character that I think would be... This isn't even a fruit that Better. seems like cool. Like <laughs> No. It's not like alright, yeah, there's there's like there's like a couple theories out there of like what if this straw hat got this fruit that I won't bring up right now. But why Ax Axolotl is not like no disrespect to axolotls. They're funky little guys. I love them. Sorry, Roxas I and Axel, that's for us. <laughs> like two yeah, people. <laughs> no disrespect to our friends axolotls. But I wouldn't want to be one, and I wouldn't want to see a guy become one in One Piece either. <laughs> Not a zone type that I would be particularly a, a fan of. But interesting that it is included and then immediately never brought up again. Yeah. So maybe it'll, maybe it'll come up later, maybe it won't. But it happens. And the big purple death cloud rushes out from this spot and starts to murder uh, everyone. And it, it, it's a, it is successful. And what Caesar's uh, developments wanted it to do. You cannot escape now. It immediately paralyzes you and calcifies you. Fucked up! Uh, yeah, that is. It, uh, yeah, it, it, it claims all of his little minions that were nearby. The Zoro group is still running away from it. Uh, and now it is coming towards the lab. So, you know, there's a, there's a point that everyone needs to get to to escape this ship. After, I guess I think this is after the eye catch now. Uh, Brown Beard is still alive. Uh, they try to save him, Usopp and Nami. But this is another thing where it's like, oh, maybe Sanji would be strong enough if it was actually him and his body. But 
like Usopp and Nami alone, they can't break out. Like they can't move the heavy pipes he's under. It's Max Agender, but he breaks out anyway. He's just like determined to get out. I'm not dead. I lived, bitch. I li- yeah. I refuse to die until I uh, kill Caesar. I guess. So he breaks out, and Usopp's like, "Look, we have the same goal. Let's go back to the let's go back to the lab together." And they see the smoke coming over now. Brownbeard's like, "Ride me!" And they jump on his back. Uh, and we go back to Zoro, who's running. Zoro be running. Who all is with him? I don't know if we've said it's it's uh, Sanji and Nami's body, Kinemon and Brook. Remember Kinemon? He's still here. Kinemon. Kinemon. Who kins Kinemon? Kinemon is a uh, that's a who watches the Pokemon Ron hack, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> or a Digimon. Uh, one or the other. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they are like nearing the dragon. They're like trying to catch up on the dragon. They're like, what if we like caught up to it and rode it? So they're chasing that. Uh, we cut back to Luffy who sees Zoro on the screen and he's like, run Zoro, run. And Caesar's like, oh, they'll die soon. Speaking of dying, goodbye. And the cage goes outside the lab. Like the wall just opens up and like on a crane, uh, the cage like swings around and it's now over all of the G5 Marines. Outside the front doors of the lab. I'm sure they'll get out of that just fine. They have yet to be worried about the situation. So, <laughs> Smoker's mad. I don't know if he's worried. He's just fucking pissed. Chopper's like watching the cage be taken outside and he's like, I don't know what to do. And uh, he gets hit in the head by a crumpled up piece of paper and he opens it up and it says, Don't do anything. And I, I tweeted this the, from the manga a while ago, just him looking at a piece of paper that says, don't do anything, which is just like such a good image. <laughs> I need a giant poster of that. Yeah. Just put it on my, my door. Yeah. Don't, that's whenever I, I, what I said in the tweet, which is like, whenever I see a bad take online, I just need to, I need someone to throw this at me. Just don't do anything. Uh, and as they swing outside, nobody seems to be worried about this in the cage. And Law's like, oh, don't worry. The plan is still on. We are not changing anything. Uh, as much as Luffy has f- fucked up so many things, and will continue to, uh, the plan stays on. So that's the end of 602. 603 starts with uh, all the brokers who were watching the stream. I don't know who starts this. I think it's Killer, who's like, how did Caesar get so many people in one spot? Like, he's got the straw hats, <laughs> and he's got the Marines. His own guys, sure, but damn. People didn't even think this island existed 30 episodes ago. <laughs> and Kid is like, ah, oh, fuck, cool, Luffy's back, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, finally, you're off your ass. I think it's Killer's like, yeah, I mean, poison isn't our, our, our speed, so we don't really need to watch any more of this, but uh, let's go outside. And uh, so Kid and Killer walk out, and their base is just mid-destruction by Apu and Hawkins. Which is funny because they called them here. Yeah. They were like, hey, let's meet let's meet up for brunch. And Apu is like, okay, but I'm gonna like destroy some of your walls. Uh, because I just don't trust you very much. And Kid's like, well now that you've done that, I wanna be I do want to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and ki- and killer. Killer is the fucking mediator of all the people to be like, hey, let's calm down and just talk about an alliance like we said we wanted to. It's the man named Killer. <laughs> who, like, has, like, scythes and wears a mask. And is jacked. A Daft Punk mask. <laughs> He's so ripped. <laughs> he 
kid's pretty ripped too, to be clear. But he like kind of hides it with his like cloaky thing. Yeah. Killer is just like, look at how ripped I am in a way that not a lot of One Piece guys are. I don't know. The, Maybe the thing I'm that is, fu- guys. is fun to me about Killer's like post time skip design is that they made sure to show that he has facial hair. Like he has a little like goatee, like chin popping out. So you know he's older and he, he got like facial hair, even though you don't yeah. ever see his face. Yeah. It's good. How old is Killer? Let's see. 27. Oh, you don't want to. You shouldn't look up the page for Killer. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I can look up for you, though. <laughs> He's 27. Oh, okay. You pulled it up. I, I see. I like I, I did. I blurred my vision to like scroll down until I saw age. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. He's 27 after the time skip. The first image that shows up is fine. It is the one that you're describing with uh. His little chin, chin beard sticking out, which is surprising. I, I, I would have figured they would have uh, put a different image there by now. But um, anyways, yeah, not a, not a, not a good page to be on. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I mean, the man's name is Killer. You, you got to stay away from that. It's bad vibes. Anyways, yeah, so he's I glossed over it, but Kid and Killer want to align with Hawkins and Apu. And I'm sure that'll pay off great. And nothing bad will happen to any of these guys. And there is no ulterior motives abound. Uh, scene ends. We don't check back in on it again. Meanwhile, Frankie farts. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so they're asking Frankie, like, hey, what can you do to get us out of here? He's, he's like, yeah, you have lasers and shit, right? Or can you make fire happen? And he's like, I can't make lasers with my hands tied back. I can't fart. And he farts. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, he's like oh, actually, I can, ma- I can make fire. I can, I can shoot fireballs. Without, like, even restrained. And Law's like, set that ship on fire down there. There's, like, half of a marine ship still on the shore that he, like, cut in half a while ago. (laughs) And, uh, so Frankie does that. And I think it looks cool when, like, powers it up and, like, you can see, like, red glowing through his, like, jacket on his chest. It's a great look. And, uh, yeah, he sets the thing on fire. Everyone's like, man, what the fuck is he doing? Must just be mad. The smoke, like, billows up into the cage and they all start coughing. And they're like, all right, well, great plan, genius. Now what, Law? And he's like, I was never actually chained up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was all a ruse. But yeah, he's like, the smoke is just cover so the cameras won't see us escape. But I replaced a bunch of chains with uh, a bunch of sea prism chains with regular chains a while ago so I could change them out with my power. <laughs> so I have been able to use my power this entire time, which... Does explain the note being thrown at Chopper a little bit. You, you so I was see, like, "Hold on, hold on." You say that. However, it's much funnier. I know this isn't going to happen, but it'd be very funny if Chopper, like, they explained everything. To Chopper and goes, "So, Law, you're the one who threw that note at me." He's like, I didn't throw a note at you. <gasps> <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> that would be funny. I mean, I. The thing is, I knew it was Law, but I was just like. How did no one see that? And then I remembered that he just didn't have actual sea prism stone on the entire time. <laughs> Which I think there's a comment, too, about, like, like Luffy's like, man, Law is so cool. He's able to talk back like that, even though he's, like, in chains and his heart's being squeezed. Yeah. Uh, I guess only one of those things was true. Because I think we've talked about it a little bit. The, like, bubble we see is definitely just a visual aid for us, right? Of the room? When he, when he goes room? Or is it, like, an I actual think, thing other people can see? I think people have commented on 
there being like a film they can see. Okay. But I wonder if he just covers up a whole room if nobody notices, if there's no like clear <laughs> mm. line. I'm not sure. But yeah, that it, whatever. It's narratively <laughs> convenient that it happens this way. So I don't care too much about the rules of One Piece. Uh, you know, especially with Law's power, like I'm not going to try and like ding Cinemasin in the So, so, law's so shit, I think a fool's like, errand. Once they've explained it that he has like the doctor fruit basically and like a chop chop fruit's a bad name, but when they more explain it, like he has the doctor fruit, uh everything he does makes a lot more sense to me. Especially the fucking cool yeah. attack he does to later. Like, I was like, oh, hell yeah, that's a doctor. Oh, yeah, the, the fucking defibrillator shit. Yeah! I think, he used, I think he used that on one of the cool brothers. I don't, it's been two weeks since we talked about it. So I don't, or, no, like a month since we talked about it, so I don't remember. But, uh, yes, uh, he is He is a doctor and everything. is just like, what if a doctor was goth? <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so he cuts everybody's chains off. He, like, just brings his sword to him. Who fucking knows where it was before, but close enough for his room. I wonder if, like, he can... There's, like, a, a, uh, a balancing such where, like, the bigger his room is, the less he can do in it. <laughs> like, he can make it really big, but all he can do is, like, move his sword. <laughs> but, or he can make it really small and, like, turn you into particles. <laughs> I don't know or care. But it's, it looks cool, and I like it. And something I was thinking about w- with Law, with his power, too, because um, I'm a child. So I just think of like dumb things is like, mm. do you think, do you think law is super particular about like his food touching? And if he like goes to a restaurant and like, there's some like peas and stuff on top of his steak, he like uses his power to separate them perfectly. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to word that into a tweet and I was like, I can't word this in a way that's funny. So I'm just going to say it and let it sit out in audio <laughs> space instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, Law's personality is kind of cagey in a way where I do kind of want to say, yeah, probably. But I think he'd be ashamed to do it in front of people. Okay, that's fair. Um, We'll talk more about Law's food habits later. Anyways, yeah, they're they're freeing themselves up. And Law has this talk with Smoker. He, like, switches Smoker and Tashigi back, so they're in the right bodies now. Tashigi suddenly gets very embarrassed that she is uh, exposed. It's interesting that she didn't care about Smoker doing it, but now that she's in the body, she's like, now I'm embarrassed. It, it definitely has there. like a, a, a thing there where she there's like an awareness like that. To me, it came across as like she seeing herself through Smoker's body didn't like register in her brain. And it only like she only got it after they swapped back. Like, oh, Jesus. Maybe. Yeah. It's interesting because, uh, yeah, maybe she's like, like, actually, she's good at separating. And she's like, well, that's not me. That's Smoker. Yeah. Even though, like, I don't, there's definitely another reading of it where another character like Nami would be like, that's my body, regardless of yeah. who was in it. Uh, and Tashiki doesn't, yeah, Tashiki doesn't care at all until she's back in her own body and she, like, covers herself up. Um, and Smoker's like, you're a Marine. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Well, just the one time I'm like, eh, you could back off, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Tashiki is like, we are on the same page now. We have to save those kids and stop Caesar. And Smoker's like, ah, I would rather die than work with pirates. And Law's like, I have your heart that can be arranged. <laughs> but uh, he wa- they want to save the kids and he wants to stop Virgo. And Law's like, look, it'll be easier if we work together since we all want to take out somebody in, in on Caesar's side. 
uh, you just have to ignore, like, like Law's like, that's only going to happen if you ignore what you heard about me and Joker <laughs> and let us kidnap Caesar. Uh, speaking of which, Luffy just kind of jumps out of the cage. Um, <laughs> He's like, like, it's wow. a party down here. Woo! Wow, cool. I'm free. <laughs> yeah. Luffy, I feel like there's something. I don't know if it's be, like directly because Law is a responsible person and Luffy feels like he can be a, more of a dumbass. But I do feel like he is much more of a dumbass when Law is around. Like, it might just be the way it's written where it's like, it's since Law yeah. is here, I want I want Luffy to be dumber. It, it, it works in a way that, like, if he did that in front of, like, his crew, it's not, it doesn't hit as much because they all expect it from him. So, like, it's, it's the, the humor's still there, but doesn't have the added effect of, like, Law is not used to... Uh, this yeah. dumbass <laughs> well there's also something to this arc being maybe the first time there's been like a concrete necessary plan with like things to accomplish because yeah. normally normally they're like we're gonna beat the bad guy yeah i'm gonna kick crocodile's ass i'm gonna run at the bad guy full speed and beat the shit out of him and everyone's doing coverage the only real exception being saving ace but that basically functioned the same way yeah uh, of him running in a straight line towards ace and other people being like i'm gonna protect you right now or give you a key or yada 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 uh this time it's like luffy you do gotta beat up the bad guy but um there's a lot of things in the way of like you know you getting yourself killed if you're not careful and you need to kidnap him specifically you don't just beat him up and then walk away you uh yeah <laughs> you beat him up and then we have to take him and that, that's what uh yeah. has me locked in on this is like there's a there's a specific goal that like does not end once the bad guy is beat like yeah this arc is so interesting in the way it's structured maybe interesting is a strong world and i think people maybe maybe this is the thing that people brush up against with it or are not to just keep uh dunking on andrew because i don't mean that and they're not the only person who is like tired of it being the law show uh but that i think about them when i think of that phrase because they said it law is the person who's making the plans and knows what he's doing and he's just like yeah luffy go beat up caesar and kidnap him because we also need to do that but like in the like especially re-watching this i am getting this impression of like or like really getting this perspective of like Law is doing the more important stuff right now. Caesar being beat up and kidnapped is kind of secondary to what Law goes off and does. And that isn't really apparent right away. Like, I, we'll talk about it in a couple episodes when everyone's and where I was like, hey, Law's going to this room that no one should be in. And like, everyone's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but like, there's no context for that because he hasn't told Luffy his full plan. He's just like, if you kidnap Caesar, something cool will happen. <laughs> and Luffy's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. And you kind of have to, you, you know, if that, that does not going to work for everybody. It works for me. I like law. Yeah. It's, it's interesting payoff in the end. And Doflamingo gets involved like immediately. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, on rewatch, it always had to do with Doflamingo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, where are we? Okay. So law kind of reigns in Luffy a little bit. They, like, Law uses his power to go inside of the lab. It's, like, done in one weird quiet scene, because later they get a payoff of them, like, saving all of the Marines. 
by opening the shutter for them. And it's supposed to be, I guess, like, surprising. Like, oh, wow, they saved us. <laughs> cool. But, uh, oh, also Frankie's like, I'm going to go check on the Sonny. And then he farts away. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, need to, I need to mention that he's gone now. <laughs> but yeah, he, he does travel by fart. <laughs> it's very good. It's great. As... There's already enough noxious gases around and he just adds to it. Yeah. <laughs> you think he would put like actual like rockets in his feet or something, but he just like is like, no, I'm just going to fart. Another thing is you think because he's a robot, he could like make it so it's like uh, oranges or something like it's, it's like he not could just fart. It? Yeah. Like he could just completely you know... change it. I don't want to talk about uh, Frankie's guts because. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's All just... the... I mean. He he seems to have just like a an all like meat diet. I don't know. He just drinks cola, but in like the party sessions, he's always like he seems like a burger guy. But also, yes, I have to imagine if he wanted to scent his his farts, he could. <laughs> yeah. I I don't remember where as a kid I saw something like you could put like dryer sheets in your back pockets and scent your farts. But I I, I the memory is still there, <laughs> and I can't imagine that works. No. <laughs> You know, I I, th- I I remember seeing something like that, too, so... Where did it come from? You know, Why do we have this? Y- you know, I never would have thought uh, farts would be a part of a character in any capacity in the show. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. It's also, like, uh, it's funny, I laughed, but... It's it almost feels Not like... Not funny, didn't laugh. Extra weird, considering how much, like more serious what Piece feels overall post-time skip. Uh, yeah, but you still gotta have some levity. Yeah. You still gotta have Frankie farting around sometimes, <laughs> or Luffy being a dumbass. But yeah, there's certainly, like, a, a tone change happening, and Zoro yells about it later. <laughs> okay, I'll go back to Sanji. Um, this is the scene we were alluding to earlier, where they're trying to run away from the smoke, and they're getting, like, just too tired. He's complaining about Nami is not having the same physical stamina he is used to. <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 smacks of gender when, but, women be shopping women be shopping but he this starts where he's like oh yeah like this my chest is hurting really bad because of it and like as he like reaches down to feel that chest he honks the titty <laughs> accidentally <laughs> and it, it is it is the titty honk that gives him the boost <laughs> he powers up and he like launches and is just immediately at the dragon. He's like, caught it. <laughs> that's what, like that's what makes it so ridiculous. I laughed. It, uh, like it, it's funny, like because they're in a dire situation, and it's like, okay, how do we ride ourselves out of this one? I know he touches a boob and is invigor- invigorated with energy. <laughs> it's also so quick, and I yeah. don't think it like it doesn't happen again. They're gonna get switched back soon. I don't know. It's dumb. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in my thing, but it's funny. <laughs> that happens. Uh, they catch the dragon, and it doesn't really help them at all. Uh, it's just like, it doesn't fly. It's just kind of running. Brooks like, hanging off the tail. And, like, up above them on another path is where Nami and Usopp see them uh, on Brownbeard. Brook, like, falls off the dragon. Brownbeard jumps down, and they catch him. And uh, now they're all teaming up together. They all jump on Brownbeard, except for Sanji. <laughs> Uh, who is still holding onto the dragon. And then the dragon bites Brownbeard, and that speeds him up. I think the dragon should have grabbed his boob. I mean, consistency. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they were all running, and it's uh, largely comedy. 
Oh yeah, so this is where Law is like seen moving them inside of the building. I don't know why it's ominous or not shown. I mean, I guess I do. I know that it's because you get the payoff of them being revealed in a minute. But yeah. like, what what the fuck was I supposed to think was happening? Not that <laughs> you would have gotten the exact same payoff if you didn't show us that. Uh, but I don't know. This show's for children, <laughs> which is why there's like a uh, drug withdrawal and gas bombs being used. God, imagine if Don Krieg teamed up with Caesar. Oh, that'd be fucked up. Be fucked up. Anyways, Rest I'm sure maybe that's a fan pick. Yeah, he's dead and now we're coming back. <laughs> what? I mean, I wish he was in Stampede, though. That'd be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you must be this tall to 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 be in Stampede. <laughs> this important. You must be this high in the... Actually, it's probably like, you must be this high in the character popularity poll. <laughs> Why the fuck? He said waffles in that movie. Why the fuck is he in there? Yeah. Unfortunately, I could answer that question. I'm not going to, but... <laughs> My my question is what the fuck is Foxy in it? <laughs> uh, I think Toei really likes Foxy for some reason because he's only shown up the one time in canon, but they keep going back to him for filler. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, well, also, I guess there's a reference to him in uh, Amazon Lily as well. Anyways, who fucking cares? We'll talk about Foxy on the Patreons. Not, maybe not soon, but I think this year, maybe next year. I think it's in January. <laughs> I think I think I I think that's what I'm pushed to talk about the the filler arc after Punk Hazard, but we will we will litigate Foxy. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. So they get the Marines get led inside of the lab. Yeah, and they're like, "Holy shit! Luffy, Law, and Smoker are all here! Wow!" And uh, the door is starting to close behind them. But Brownbeard's like, "Oh, we're not gonna make it." And Zoro's like, "Hey, Kenamon, let's do a big cut." <laughs> so they do. They cut down the door. And everyone's like, well, now the gas is going to get in. <laughs> fucking, come on. Uh, which is a, a problem for next episode. Uh, 604 is the next episode in which they struggle to board up the uh, shutter again. And Zoro does not help. <laughs> but uh, the gas covers the lab outside, calcifies it, and Caesar Clown's like, wow, my plan went great. Everyone's dead. And later he'll realize that that's not really true. Brooke goes ghost and peeks his head outside and is like yep everything's bad out there the marines are like hey we're gonna capture these pirates now it's weird that like smoker and tashigi are on their side but they never really directly say like tashigi eventually is like don't worry about the pirates right now but like there is more conflict than necessary between them yeah (laughs) it's confusing to me but it i don't know it doesn't last long i guess they just like Smoker never directly says like they're not your enemy right now. They like like they're told to rescue the kids, and some of them still just fuck with Zoro anyway. We gotta get the kids, but the Straw Hats are right in front of us, and we're not gonna let this opportunity get away from us. Basically, yeah. Nami and Sanji get switched back. Uh, Law does it. He's like annoyed that he has to do it, but like I I wonder if it's like oh these fucking assholes or he's like. Why did I switch them in the first place? All I did was make work for myself later. Uh, but they switch back as much as it saddens Sanji to be stuck in, a, in his own body again. This did not awaken anything for him in a way that many fanfiction would suggest. Dami notices that her coat is different and beats the shit out of Sanji uh, <laughs> because she assumes that means that, they, he, that he looked at the body naked, which is not true. He actually does have a fair enough reason. Yeah. For why it happened. 
uh, he had to dive in water. I, I just like that Sanji does not want to uh, swap back to his regular body, which, once again, like it was brought up, a little, a little uh, <laughs> stuff to unpack there, <laughs> Sanji. Gender! <laughs> it's been so long since I've just yelled gender on a podcast. <laughs> I used to do it all the time on They Them Theirs. <laughs> uh, anyways, Law explains the, the plot for a little bit. It's like, look, there's one door out of this place to safety. It's in building R in the center of the lab, uh, R66. We're going to go there. I'm going to go get my heart. Luffy, capture Caesar. And Luffy's like, hey, Robin, do me a favor. And she's like, okay, I will reveal it in four episodes when I make Usopp do it. Because <laughs> um, I can't remember exactly which episode it was in, but I loved how what they're... After they split up going over, she's just sitting there. It's like, Luffy asked me to do something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. But she, it's funny because when she does it, when she shows up like, yeah, Luffy asked me to do a favor. And everyone's like, oh, okay. I assumed that meant she did it. <laughs> but no, because later she's like, hey, I never did that favor for Luffy. Usopp, Brooke, go do this. So I don't know. I guess this is probably just a case of Oda making up his mind as he goes to some extent. Uh, a lot of these smaller things can probably be chalked up to that. But uh, Smoker orders the Marines to go save the kids and then escape. Uh, and he goes looking for... He doesn't go looking for Virgo right away, but that's what he's doing. Uh, Nami and Brownbeard and I think basically all the Straw Hats go along uh, with the kids. Or no, with, with to, to save the kids. And Kinemon is... He's still looking for his son. My son Nemo! looking have you seen my son my son momo <laughs> i don't know when he actually i i've already started saying momo eventually they do call him that boilers they find him <laughs> but uh it, it's momonosuke which is all that kinemon is saying in these scenes uh yeah so robin's like yeah i'll do that favor for you that we didn't put on screen even though it's not significant and luffy's like all right i'm gonna go find caesar uh speaking of caesar he is watching his cameras and he's like that's i don't see any corpses Where's my, where are my corpses? Uh, also, he says something about the cage that Luffy was in, and is like, I don't, I can't see in there either. And Fergo's like, Yeah, they definitely escaped, <laughs> uh, no doubt about it. And they're like, How are you so sure? And he's like, None of those G five Marines would have escaped in escaped if they didn't, because uh, they could not have done anything themselves. <laughs> it's like they're all dumbasses. But if uh, Smoker escaped, he probably saved them. <laughs> so. They are now on alert that uh, they escaped and probably are in the lab or they're dead somewhere else. Uh, so they're in the lab and uh, Luffy's running off to find Caesar. Smoker goes along him like like they're kind of going the same direction as he's looking for Virgo. As Luffy's running, Zoro yells at him. He's like fighting these guys and he's like, Luffy, we got to take this more seriously. This is the new world now. So don't be a dipshit anymore. Uh, cause he lost to Caesar last time. He got suffocated before. So he's like, hey, step it up, man. Come on. And Luffy's like, okay. Uh, and then he does my favorite move he's ever done, uh, where he spins his legs and turns into a UFO. <laughs> gum gum UFO is such a good move. I love it. And I just gotta say, maybe the best addition to any of the Warriors games. Oh yeah. That's the first thing I thought when I saw that move. It's like, damn, that's gotta mm -hmm. be good in Pirate Warriors. <laughs> It's, it's, it's in both three and four, even though I don't know if he's ever used it since here in the anime, <laughs> but it is 
top tier move uh, for knocking out a shit ton of people while moving forward in a video game. Pirate, Pirate Warrior 4 also has one, like the, the lightning foot from uh, Strong World. Oh, so, fuck yeah. Thorax. <laughs> fuck Gum Gum yeah. Thorax. Good game, Pirate Warrior 4. I will finish the story mode one of these days. I just haven't finished the Wano stuff for no good reason, because it's not canon. I can't wait until I can play more of that game. Yeah, they skip a lot of the stuff. Uh, I guess, like, somewhere in Dressrosa. <laughs> yeah. There's a point in Dressrosa, I think I've said this before, there's a point in Dressrosa where I will say it is safe for you to finish Pirate Warriors 3. Waiting for that to go on it's not, sale it's not on canon. Switch. Yeah, I don't know if it ever will be. It was, like, ten bucks in, like, November. And oh, really? I buy it then, and then just has not dropped in price since. <laughs> If that happens again, let me know, because I will probably repurchase it in English. <laughs> so, so it's easier to play it? Yeah. I don't, I, I've played enough of it where I know what all the th- stuff is without being able to read it. Believe it or not, I know the story of One Piece perfectly <laughs> fine, even though I forget shit constantly. I don't, I haven't, I don't think I've gone back to it since 4 came out anyway, so, maybe not. Anyways, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Luffy does Gum Gum UFO, and he's, like, taking it seriously. This is gonna be good. Before the episode ends, a minion reports to Caesar Clown that the lab is under attack. I hope they didn't want an element of surprise, because we're not getting one. Uh, 605, Caesar is big mad. Chopper darts out of the room. They kind of make it seem like, oh, did Monet see? But I guess not. She doesn't follow him or do anything. Uh, but he's like, I'm going to heal the kids. Wait, I'm lost. So, eventually, he'll heal the kids. But that's all he cares about right now. Uh, Caesar Clown talks about his plane. It's like, okay, so they're all in building A. I'm going to cut off the door so they can't go to building B and start letting the gas in. <laughs> we have a big cannon outside. We'll just shoot the wall. Gas will start coming in. Great plan. Uh, Virgo's like, all right, I'm going to beat up some people too. So he leaves to do that. Uh, Luffy fights a spider centaur. I wrote that down. It doesn't matter. Luffy was mad because he's like, you're not, a, you're not an animal. And he's like, I'm a spider. <laughs> like, what kind of fucked up centaur are you? Get fucked. <laughs> and yeah, as he's like falling down, he's like, I'm a spider. <laughs> uh, Law tells Smoker, uh, I guess they're together for a minute in one of these hallways. Law is like, your men should probably hurry. I think he says something more specific than that that I didn't write down. Because Smoker's reaction is like, bah, 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 and he like flies away. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what like if law is like specifically like I think there's like hurry up and escape like there's only a matter of time before uh this whole place is filled with gas or they get killed anyway. I think they want to get stuff figured out as soon as possible. Oh, that's fair. I think you could say that about me in any given circumstance. <laughs> there's uh there's some fighting happening though. Zoro, Brook and Kinemon are all fighting guys together and it's very cool because you have one sword style, two sword style and three sword style. Uh, so they knock, uh, down a bunch of Marines who are fighting them for no <laughs> particularly good reason. Uh, Brownbeard's still here, and he's like, oh, the dragon got in. That's not good. That's not good. It might do some damage later. Later, maybe. Not right now. Uh, and as Zoro's, like, fighting Marines, Tashigi stops him. He calls her a copycat because she looks like another woman he knew once. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, oh, do you want to fight me? You bet you don't want to fight me. And she's like, I don't. Please leave. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. See, this, this is the perfect offer, opportunity for Sanji to go, is he bothering you, queen? I mean, that's basically what happens later <laughs> yeah, when he fights somebody. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> <laughs> that, ba- that happens later. 
uh, imagine and, and then he Zoro like his seeing bones broken. <laughs> imagine Zoro seeing twins. Like God. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Zoro would not ever be able to understand the concept of twins. No. Imagine Zoro <laughs> seeing Shadow the Hedgehog. Zoro probably thinks Shadow the Hedgehog is a pretty good game. You think so? I don't know. Zoro's not like a gun guy. Maybe though. Uh, Zoro probably wouldn't even know how to use a video game controller. I feel like he would see Frankie playing Sekiro and he would learn. He would be like, I have to. And he would have like a two-year time skip training to beat Sekiro. Uh, this is a deep cut. Are you familiar with a game called Bushido Blade? I've definitely heard the name. It's probably one of those games. This is going to sound mean. I don't really mean it to be mean. But one of those games that like nobody ever talked about, but a few people would be like, this is the greatest thing ever made. <laughs> uh, Bushido Blade is a, a Squaresoft like sword fighting game that came out on the PlayStation 1. Su- it's like super like technical, how like basically you just want to get like cut their head because and that's how you kill someone. You cut their head with a blade. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. I think, I think Zoro would like that game. Hell yeah. I'm sure we will do... A Bushido Blade Let's Play in character as Zoro <laughs> with due time. Anyways, yeah, so they run off. Tashiki's like, fuck you, leave. And uh, they do. They run off to do their own stuff. And Tashiki is trying to rally her own people uh, to do their goal of finding the kids and leaving. Um, although I don't really think they ever go towards the kids. I think it just kind of becomes a straw hat thing. But Tashiki cares. I think maybe in the next chunk, Tashiki will get involved with the kids stuff again. Uh, this is where Robin uh, rejoins the Brown Beard Express, which is what the subtitles, like, that's what it said on the screen when I was watching. Uh, this is the Brown Beard Express. And uh, she's like, yeah, no, Luffy asked me to do a favor. <laughs> and then some, uh, and then I'm like, did you do it? And she's like, no. <laughs> uh, but this is where the cannon uh, shoots the lab, gas starts coming in. Caesar's so dedicated to winning that he's just destroying his own lab. <laughs> he's so stupid but he's so like dedicated to accomplishing like i have to be the best ever even if it means just destroying literally everything i have like he's just he's he's pot committed you know he's on full tilt i learned about poker terms recently uh but yeah so some marines start falling to the gas all the main characters make it through uh surprise uh except for tashigi who's outside trying to rally her men to catch up but some of her men, like, grab her and throw her through the door, and uh, she's, like, trying to fight to get back through it until all of her men are safe, and uh, it seems kind of sad when, like, everyone's like, no, I won't let you do that, and, like, we they look outside and see that the people who threw her, like, there's no one left out there to save, but, like, the calcified corpses are all given, like, thumbs up and, like, cheering, but they're dead. They're like, yeah, no, this is fine. This is good. <laughs> we saved her, and I'm like, man... I don't care about the G5 Marines at all, but I care about Tashiki enough that this made me sad. Yeah. Um, I do love Tashiki. Uh, that's the end of the episode, though. Uh, 6.06. Uh, the Straw Hats are just hanging out on Brownbeard. They're just like, oh, man, this is a great place to hang my coat and just kind of relax. Brooks like, do you have snacks back here? He doesn't. He keeps saying, just, they're like, can you go faster? They're like, no, just get off and run yourself. And uh, back with Tashiki, the dragon is now here and starts attacking the G5 unit. Bad. <laughs> it's a dragon, it can breathe fire. Uh, and something scares it, so it runs away. 
Uh, the G5 seems to suggest that it's Tashigi. She's too much of a badass. But bad news, there is something else here that's scarier. It's Virgo. <laughs> he shows up. <laughs> she tries to yell to tell everyone to run away. She knows that he is a bad guy. No one else here does. Um, and he just starts murdering all of the Marines. They don't all die, but a lot of them die. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he just he, finger pistols. And it's just like his blood-coated fingers as he stabs everybody. And um, as, as he's doing that, they're like, God, oh, it's man. It's like sad how much this, of bootlickers they are. <laughs> this this Virgo imposter is killing all of the people. He <laughs> would never do this. We're so loyal that we have to convince ourselves. Like, it, like it's, it's a series of things where they're like, hey, you know, I believe in punishment, but this is too far. That could kill them. And it gets to a point where, like, that just can't be Virgo. I, like, my brain cannot accept that this is our boss. And uh, we get a lot of flashbacks of to, from Tashigi's point of view of, like, how loyal everybody is, him talking about how, lo- like, Virgo talking about how loyal the unit is, how kind he was to them and to other people, specifically scenes of him being like, yeah, no, all those abduction things are fake. The kids are just lost at sea as she's watching him kill people in the present. Uh, and she attacks him, but he blocks it with uh, hockey. His hockey's very good. And he just punches her in the face and she falls down. Yeah. He's very strong. Tashigi's not weak, I wouldn't say, but uh, she can't I guess fight in terms like an of armament like, hockey. <laughs> we're still kind of early in the new world, I guess. At the end of this scene for now. Oh, yeah. So not yet. Yeah. So Tashigi's like crying as like she can't protect her men. It's all she wants to do. And this is, it is the sound of her sadness that summons Sanji to the scene. And he says, is this guy bothering you, queen? And he kicks Virgo. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. I mean, they, they fight a little bit later. We go to an eye catch and after, um, I guess like on the, on the Brownbeard Express, I think someone's like, where does Sanji go? <laughs> oh, he heard a woman was, was being disrespected. <laughs> but he is traded for the dragon who shows up here and starts uh, breathing fire on them. Uh, Brownbeard explains like yeah it was drugged To be used for the sled but now that's Worn off so it's gonna be mean to us Uh Luffy and Smoker are racing Up a staircase which is very funny Luffy has no chance to beat Smoker In a race unfortunately No <laughs> that's just a fun little Scene that they have Meanwhile we, we see Mocha again the big Giant baby who's banging on The wall trying to leave and Chopper Shows up and he beats up the minions That are nearby but he's like hey it's me, Chopper. I'm here to help you. And she still kind of sees him with a snake head. Which if, if Chopper had a snake head, that would be scary. I don't blame her. Yeah. For being scared. It would, it would be scary <laughs> if my vision was uh, wrong in this way. I would probably have difficulty watching the show. But uh, no, Chopper's like, all right, well, I made some sedatives to counterbalance these drugs. So I'll just start with her right now. So he does. Um, right into the back of the fucking skull. I don't know if it's just because she's so big or what, but it feels like a weird place to, to put in a needle. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, skews me out thinking about it. So uh, she catches Chopper up on the plot. Uh, here's what happens. And he's like, we got to go to the biscuits room. And she's like, I conveniently know a shortcut to get there before all they do, even though I've been banging on this wall for an hour. <laughs> so they, they do. They run and they eventually do cut them off. Uh, Caesar is like, Virgo, what a dipshit. I don't want him in there fighting the Marines. Those are supposed to be my test subjects. I'm going to lock off this hallway and fill it with gas, which is his response to everything. 
<laughs> well, when you're a like, gas man, that's all you know how to do. I'm a gas man. <laughs> and uh, I think it's Monet who's like, is that bad, though, to do that with Virgo in there? And Caesar's like, it's not my fault he went against the plan, so get fucked. Chopper and Mocha do get in front of the kids. They hold them off for a little bit, but they're like, we don't want them to get any candy. So uh, Mocha says she's going to help Chopper. It's revealed a little later how she's helping, other than holding back a door for a little bit. Because uh, th- the next time we see Chopper, it's going to be like, a lot happened off screen. <laughs> candy bad. And like uh, Mocha's like, what's bad about it? And Chopper's like, it uh just is. I don't yeah, want to explain it, hurt- it to you right now. It hurts your body. It's bad for you. <laughs> bad, bad, very bad. Don't do it. Uh, so Luffy and Smoker get to the door. Luffy's like left a trail of fire uh, running so fast, trying to keep up. He says that he can't fly on a smoke cloud. And I'm like, the phrasing of that made me think it was a Dragon Ball reference. I don't know if it is, but... <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, probably not, because it is just Smoker, but... I don't know, the, the flying on a smoke cloud felt not <laughs> like what Smoker does. Uh, the door opens. Uh, Smoker's like, are you ready? And Luffy's like, no, and he opens the door. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Caesar's in there. And Luffy does a big punch on Caesar! Yeah, that's a great way. Yeah, you love to see it, and I'm sure that this time he's gonna beat him and kidnap him, and the arc's gonna end. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, six oh seven, more like seven minutes till the title card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Smoker is like looks in the room and is like, "Fargo's not here, son of a bitch," and he just leaves. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this rules where where the title card shot is. Because the coolest part about the Yakuza games is when you get into like one of the big fights, they like do like it, like an opening like punch, like both characters like fist meet or they both punch each other in the mouth, and then it like freeze like slow mo freeze frames with like the text on screen saying the name of like the character, and I'm just like fuck yeah, that's what this was. It was just so fucking cool because it's just Luffy versus Caesar, so you know what you're in for. And uh, unlike another episode Kinda. that started w- with uh, someone versus someone, this episode was actually mostly these people fighting as opposed to the other one, which was kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, there's also, I think it's like 609, nice, that is like, <laughs> Luffy dies of exposure. <laughs> so that doesn't happen either. Um, but yeah, 607, Smoker goes to find Virgo. I like Luffy being a dumbass. Like, his goal... To fight Caesar is, like, because his goal is to kidnap him, I feel like he's fighting very differently, and it's just funny. It's just, like, a lot funnier than, like, normal. (laughs) After a while, it kind of just becomes, like, punching normal stuff, but there's a lot of, like, just trying to grab him, and, like, uh, he's not fighting maybe at full strength the way he would if uh, he was just like, hey, yeah, beat Caesar, and then you could leave. You unlock the next area. (laughs) Caesar can just kind of make fire happen whenever he wants. He knows what he's doing with uh, gas. And uh, this is where he literally says, like, something cool will happen if I kidnap you. Law told me so. Because uh, Caesar's like, why do you, like, why are you trying to do that? Like, I know what your plan is. And Luffy's like, because Law told me to. And he's my boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, this is where he removes the oxygen again. Which I really like the effect that he keeps, like, hitting Luffy with fire. Is because you get the fire going away. Yeah. When he gets t- takes the oxygen out. And then you get like a kind of a perfect visual of how big his range is. Uh, both as the audience, but also as Luffy. Because he's like, 
now I know how close I can't get to you. Yeah. Uh, so he goes second gear, goes jet pistol, and Caesar's like in the middle of saying his sentence when he just get fucking like hit in the face. The choreography in this fight is really good. It's great for the for this episode. It's a great fight. <laughs> I don't remember if the actual final fight they have is even as good as this one, <laughs> but I I really like how this fight uh goes. Caesar like gets hit with the jet pistol and he's like, okay, well. I also have a sword, and uh, it's like a lightsaber. He, like, I guess it's concentrated oxygen or maybe some other gas, but he, like, has, like, a, a, a blue sword. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's supposed to be concentrated oxygen to make, a, like, a flame sword. Sure. Why not, man? <laughs> I don't care if you want something to swing. Uh, we check Megan on uh, Sanji, who is kicking around Virgo. He's doing, like, decent amount of damage. And, uh, I mean... Later, it's not going to end well for him. <laughs> Virgo's kind of strong. And Sanji's, you know, not that strong. There's a lot of Sanji fighting people before they fight someone else. <laughs> yeah. He likes, to, he likes to get a few kicks in and it not, you know, like just like, I don't know, wear him down a little bit, loosen it up. Uh, Brownbeard Express is running from the dragon. They're like, hey, Brooke, you deal with it. He, I mean, we don't see what happens for a little while later. And now we check back in on Law, who is going towards building D, which he said he was going for his heart. I think he was a little disingenuous about it. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, there's a bunch of guards up front the door. He just cuts them all in half. And uh, he goes into this room. And I think... The sad room. He's, going, he's, he's about to go in here. Yeah, I think it's the first time we have seen the term sad in all caps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, SAD as everyone uh cowardless uh, cowardly pronounces it in the dub. Uh but yeah, it's, I just there's so many great chances to just uh screen cap sad uh in, in these episodes. I'm sure I did it the first time I watched. I wish Law could come destroy my sad factory. <laughs> That's just my bedroom. Uh but yeah, we'll see what happens later as he tries to open this door. Uh Luffy is having trouble. Fighting Caesar. Uh, but like he'll, he'll like dodge a lot and then he'll kick. It all looks great. But the problem is that uh, Monet is here. She hasn't done anything yet, but she's here. <laughs> we haven't seen her do anything yet. She's just a bird lady. <laughs> her power is cool when she shows it off. Checking on Sanji again. He yells at Tashigi in G5 to run away while he holds off Virgo. But at this point, Virgo like decides to, I guess, go full strength. And uh, when he's fighting Sanji, it's, it's a little much. Is this where he, like, it seems to imply his bones are cracking? Yeah. Yeah, where he's like, he blocks a kick with his, like, uh, shin. And it, like, we get, like, an x-ray of it cracking. And, and he's get, like, like, a fucking Mortal ah. Kombat x-ray. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like, a good way to show, like, hey, Sanji, you... I don't know if Sanji has had hockey yet. I don't remember if he's used it in Fishman Island. I don't pay a lot of attention to Sanji. They've just said, they, they, they just have said that he, him and Zoro have it, but we haven't specifically seen them use it in any way, I don't think. Yeah, even if he does, his hockey's not as good as Virgo's by any stretch. So, yeah, it's, this, this is not going to end well for him if they keep trying to fight. Uh, there's a great transition here, though, uh, as, like, Virgo goes to do a punch down, and then, like, it cuts into that same type of movement in the Caesar-Luffy fight. Um, I just thought that was very neat. And cool little piece of uh, editing and direction. Um, and he's like, yeah. So the Caesar fight's still going kind of the same. More fire. 
less oxygen. Uh, Luffy says, I'm going to kick your gassy ass. And uh, he does uh, the bell attack with his head. It is a great way to kind of close the range really quick. Yeah. And he does some Gatling, too. But the Gatling doesn't connect because it is blocked by snow because Monet has snow powers. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Snowbird. Yep. Make me a hot bird lady with snow powers. It's just Pet Shop from JoJo. You tweeted that, and I don't... I was like, what is Pet Shop? Like, I loved that fight with Pet Shop and Icky, uh, but I had... I like. I was like, did they have ice... Like, I guess they have ice powers, right? Yeah, that's close enough. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I was literally just like, do they have the same powers? <laughs> uh, Pet Shop's cool. Pet Shop's one of the cooler things about Part 3. Yeah. And so is Iggy, which is why that's one of the better fights. Uh, yeah, Monet is great. She has no powers. And more or less, uh, uh, he's done fighting Caesar for now. I kind of forgot that there was like two, like, I, I think it's just two. Maybe there's another one I'm forgetting too. But I forgot how many fake outs there were where it's like, this is the Luffy Caesar fight. Just kidding. It's not. He's, he's going to like learn a little bit each time and eventually he'll be able to fight him. But yeah, so Monet is blocking it with snow. I think is she put him in an, an igloo right away or just a wall. Uh, eventually, she puts him in igloos. Yeah, I think it's just like a wall at first. Okay. I love the fight that he has with her, too. Um, in the next episode, I guess, like the 608, 609. Uh, but first, an alarm is going off that uh, uh, Building D has been open and that Law is going into the, the sad manufacturing room. I'm not going to say SAD. I'm going to say sad every time. <laughs> I just want, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Virgo and Caesar both seem to, like, turn on and be like oh he's getting into some shit like they know exactly what he's planning all of a sudden yeah Yeah. we don't (laughs) uh i mean i do but (laughs) but as as the audience at this point we don't it's kind of gestured towards in the next episode but virgo immediately is like forget this blonde twink i gotta go beat the shit out of law (laughs) and smoker is like i'm pretty sure i'm gonna find virgo there now (laughs) like when he hears the alarm and uh, I, th- I think it's someone, I don't remember who of these people say it, but they seem to imply that what Law is planning to do will send the new world into chaos. Oh, Law himself, uh, well, I think... He says it in the next episode. Yeah, He's like, I'm say, going to, to send the new yeah, world into something. Like, this, this is the whole reason he became a Shishiba guy, so I could do this. <laughs> he has such a fucking, like, plan. Like, the way that he's like, I'm going to do this. So I have access to this, so I can do this, so I can do this. And it's just like this fucking, he is like all dominoes. And I don't know how much partnering up with Luffy was part of it from the beginning, or if it just kind of lined up that way for him because Luffy is here. But either way, I mean, Luffy's making it harder and stupider every step of the way. Uh, But anyways, yeah, that's the end of uh, 607. 608, uh, the title card mentions Doflamingo, and it's over a picture of a sunflower field. I'm sure you can imagine this isn't on Punk Hazard. Uh, although it, it's later that we actually see a little bit of Dressrosa. Not specifically the Sunflower Field. Like, the Sunflower Field is a great spot. And, like, in the background of that title card shot, you see, like, a sort of castle mansion on a hill behind it. Um, we're going to see there later. Anyways, I popped off when I saw the Sunflowers. Law enters the room, the sad manufacturing room. Uh, now that Sanji's alone... Uh, he tries to save some Marines and the door closes and everyone's like, oh no, they didn't make it. But then he did somehow. I don't, 
I don't know. He just like comes from above. I guess he used his quick step shit. Uh, shame he didn't die. But um, <laughs> uh, he talks about how his leg is injured, and I think the Marines offer to treat him. He probably says no. I don't. I wasn't paying a lot of attention. Sanji was on screen. I joke a lot more about hating Sanji than I actually do. <laughs> it's just fun to dunk on him. Uh, but yeah, these guys still don't think it's Virgo. They're like, well, thanks for uh, fighting off that guy pretending to be Virgo. And it is at this point, Toshigi lies and is like, yeah, Virgo would never do that. Because I, I guess she cares about these guys that much. I, I, she, probably her going, no, that's the real him, wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I, don't, I guess like, they're probably more loyal to him than they are to Shiki. Like, they yeah. like her. They love her. They saved her. People died to save her. But, uh, yeah, I, I have to imagine, like, I don't think... This is certainly not the time yeah. <laughs> to process that. Uh, but, yeah, so she lies. Uh, and meanwhile, we see Virgo shooting through this lab with his, his even faster quick step that he has. And uh, he is calling Doflamingo on the phone, on the snail phone. Uh, like, look, hey, uh, I'm on my way to the sad manufacturing room. Law's gonna fuck some shit up. And Doflamingo's like, oh, I treated him like a brother. How dare he do this to me? And then, like, uh, yeah, so we're cutting to... So the, uh, the subtitle said, for mine said, son. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's an, that's an, I, I could see either one of those, uh, like, being, a, like, a translation. I wonder... I wonder why the dub would choose brother over son. I don't know how old these characters are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's an interesting diversion, but I I could certainly see either one. I th- I think apt. for 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 how I for I'm sure how stuff plays out, I imagine both work. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Let me check Do Flamingo. Are you sure you don't want me to look at his wiki page? <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. I got it. He's ten feet tall. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. He's noticeably fucking big. He's a big guy, but I holy shit, he's forty-one after the time skip. And yeah, no, he's fucking ten feet even. Okay, let me real quick. Um, I'm sure Law's name is on this wiki page already. I probably don't need to search it. He's only twenty-six, so yeah, Sun probably is a lot better. Uh. <laughs> As just like an age, a, a, an age range of when their backstory would have happened. <laughs> uh, they've got shit going on being gestured at. Who knows? Maybe we'll see it in the anime. Can't imagine. Nah, that would be. It's not. They're not setting up for it at all. That'd be out. That would be out of character for the for the series, honestly. Yeah. So we see Doflamingo's house, sorta. He's like sitting by a pool. There's a couple characters nearby who are designed well enough to know that they're gonna show up later. Uh, including, like, a little girl, like, eating candy or, like, blue little blueberries or something. And a big guy. We see some people in silhouette. There's a guy who's, like, steampunky behind him. Uh, and while he's talking about Law on the phone, a woman breaks through the window and turns into a gun. Yeah! <laughs> this whole sequence is really good. It's so good. I like So this much a lot. is happening so fast <laughs> to like characterize Doflamingo and like, you know, so many people we haven't seen yet in a place we haven't seen yet. It's like he's holding this conversation about like Virgo and Law while someone is trying to assassinate him. And he's just like not even like just completely basically ignoring it. Um, but yeah, a woman breaks through the window. She I think it was last episode where I was like, there isn't just a weapon fruit. Oh, wait. Baby Five has it. I forgot. 
Because she can just turn into any weapon. And she carries a bunch of weapons on top of that. But yeah, she is mad at Doflamingo. She's trying to kill him because something happened to, she says, her love. I don't remember the details. But uh, she, like, shoots him a bunch and it doesn't matter. He just kind of, like, sits up and then continues his phone call. And eventually, he uses his string powers to turn her gun back around on her own face. Yeah, that's that, that's uh, terrifying. While having this unemotional conversation on the phone, <laughs> it's a very great moment for Do, like Doflamingo introduction, especially considering at this point, we don't really know how much he's going to be a part of like the next arc or so. Like, obviously, you know, I mean, you've known that Dress Rosa is the Doflamingo arc and it's coming up forever because of yeah. the, the nature of this podcast. But like the first time watching this through, like this is like the big Doflamingo introduction moment. I mean, he's been around in Marine for, but this is like the, you yeah. know, here's his place. Here's his people. Because he didn't have any crew members with him at Marine for, it was just him. Yeah. Um, I guess other than Moria zombies, nobody had their crews with them. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting because a lot of those pirate crews still have crews. Even though they're warlords. Yeah, the only one who doesn't have a crew is Mihawk. Like, He's just a guy. Presumably, he he does not have people with him. I think the closest thing he has to the crew are those monkeys that just live on his island. <laughs> <laughs> and they just seem to coexist. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I have to point out who the, the, I assume, little girl who is like all teal and was just eating grapes and has the coolest fucking accessory I have ever seen. Which is an eye patch, but it's sunglasses. So just a singular sunglass over the eye. That is the coolest thing I have ever seen. Have I? Have you not seen Skies of Arcadia? <laughs> is that what Vice basically has? Yeah, it's like a, you can see his eye through it, but it's, it's like an eye patch that's glass. It's like uh, what's the there's what's the fucking? We always talk about the same guy from Bleach <laughs> with the eye patch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess I've only seen like a super. Uh, like weirdly angled stuff that I didn't realize it was just like that. <laughs> yeah. I love Skies of Arcadia. I, I also just happen to have Skies of Arcadia or like above my desk. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, Oh, I want to remember that girl's name. Um, cause I don't remember. It's not said in this scene, but I'm just curious for myself. I mean, we're never going to see her again. Uh, <laughs> Probably not. Oh yeah. No, her name is, her name is sugar. I'm not, that's not a spoiler to say it. Uh, cause it's just a word. No, her design is so good. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so this scene uh, continues uh, Doflamingo. He, basically, Doflamingo perfectly guesses Law's plan. Uh, he's like, oh, if he's going to do that, chances are he's probably going to either kill or kidnap Caesar because he's the only guy that can make sad. But he's a clown. They name... <laughs> but, he's a, <laughs> but, but doctor. <laughs> but doctor, I am Caesar Clown. <laughs> Everyone laughs. Roll snare drum. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so they name Baby Five in this scene. I don't remember. I, I, I think it's just what Doflamingo says. We see a lot of his crew. No, it's, uh, it's the big guy whose name I also don't remember who says Baby Five's name to her. So yeah, so he's holding up this conversation with Virgo on the phone. Virgo's like, all right, I'm going to take out Law then. And Doflamingo is, uh, while he's turning Baby Five's gun hand on herself, he ends the call with Virgo and calls Monet and Caesar. Which Luffy hears, because they're still in the same room. Yeah. Uh, with He's in the same room with Monet. Caesar left. Uh, I guess, I don't know if Virgo mentioned that Luffy's there, but he's like, don't doubt Luffy. 
I've seen that kid use the Conqueror's hockey, but take him out. I'm going to send Baby Five because she's clearly itching for a fight. I'll send her and I'll send her in Buffalo uh, to help you out. And just like that conversation, him saying that about her while he's like pulling her own gun on her so casually, it's just like, yeah, no, this guy's a, this guy's a great villain. <laughs> he's the Joker. Gotta have a Joker. Um, but that's the end of the scene. And that's, uh, that's the end of the Doflamingo stuff. But I'm glad that you liked that scene as much as I did. <laughs> it's, it's great. I just like him. He's just carrying on a conversation while someone's trying to kill him. And he's just like leaning back and like, or just getting hit with attacks and just does nothing. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even matter. Um, also, yeah, just like, I, I think a lot about Kaido's introduction as like, just like, oh man, that's a character I can't wait to see more of. Um, but just like Doflamingo being on the phone and someone breaks through a window in his home to become a gun. I, that's a hard series of things to top. Like, that's just like a, a really great sequence of events. Uh, and it, yeah, it turns out great. I love uh, Baby Five. Uh, anyways, I think this is where the eye catch is. Uh, Monet turns this room into a blizzard. Yeah, so she has uh, fruit powers. Um, apparently she's a Logia. It kind of doesn't seem that way but that's what they call it later um i think be because they see her like dissolve into the snow and stuff it's just weird because every other logia user we see ever at least some point turns part of their body into the element and it's like cool but her we never see like a chunk of her snow like yeah fall apart she just sinks into at least the not snow yet. instead yeah yeah it's, it's not like it's not like luffy tried to punch and it just went through her into snow which is usually the the big thing that yeah. unites Logia users is that uh, something goes through them. But yeah, so they're fighting. She, she, yeah, she uh, is going in and out of snow like Luffy will punch and it'll just become snow and shatter rather than what I was just saying. Yeah, she igloos him. He breaks out and then like, oh, where'd she go? But then she just like appears next to him and scares him. I like this fight. I like uh, her personality a lot. So I'm having a lot of fun watching it. We'll check in more on it later. But uh, Brownbeard team. Kinemon is going to fight this dragon. And Brooke says, what about me? I was volunteered in the last scene. I hope he didn't forget about that. And we get a flashback to when uh, he was pushed over to fight the dragon. And it like goes up against him and just stops. <laughs> and is just like, oh, there's no meat here. And just like sadly flies away, which is funny. So they end up kind of fighting together ultimately, which is cool because Kinemon slashes with fire and Brooke slashes with ice. Uh, Song of Ice and Fire, and um, so well, that happens a little bit end later. Before that last Game of Thrones book, it comes out. It's fucking possible. <laughs> but uh, if I was George R. R. Martin and I gave a TV show notes on how I was going to end my story, and they made a season that made everybody react the way they did, I would just forget about it too. <laughs> I would just, I would just do other shit too. But anyways, uh, very cute scene of Nami, like, trying to do ninjutsu. On, like, and she goes, I, I'm assuming it's the same in Japanese, where she's like, nin, nin, nin. Yeah. And uh, it's like, that's what, that's what samurai do. And it's like, no, those are that's what ninja do. And uh, then she uses her, um, like, her electric fucking cloud tempo shit anyway. And electrocutes the dragon, which Kinemon thinks is ninjutsu. Like, he's like, oh, I guess you are a ninja. I guess you're all... Robin Robin clutches it with hands. Is like, oh, she's a ninja too. So, Which this, is all great, especially for me on the rewatch. This makes me think that uh, Wado is so closed off from the rest of the world 
that like they don't even understand like devil fruit powers or anything <laughs> there. Well, he clearly doesn't understand what he the fuck doesn't know he, that has. he has. One. Yeah, he's just like I ate a weird fruit, and then a few days later, I can turn rocks into clothes, and I also can't swim for some reason. Weird how yeah, all those things are I, unrelated. <laughs> yeah, I think he also thinks it's like a ninja technique yeah. um, or like magic power. But yeah, I don't think he knows what devil fruits are. The uh, the rock into clothes thing, I think, is kind of an old ninja themed technique anyway. So like, it, it, it fits thematically for stuff. Like, I, I feel like that's either like either a ninja or like a tanuki thing is that they can turn like rocks into clothing to like disguise mm-hmm. themselves. Use like a rocket to make a disguise for themselves. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody in JoJo had that power <laughs> to just change their outfit every episode. Yeah, so that's this is a, a great little moment of uh, of all of them fighting together, and uh, yeah, it's Brooke and Kinemon who finish it off together with ice and fire. After it's defeated, Kinemon just keeps kicking its fucking corpse, and it's like, yeah, take that dragon. <laughs> and Brooke's like, hey, uh, do you have like some uh, buried trauma related to dragons? And he's like, no, ugh, why would you ugh, think that I have ugh, problems with dragons? Ugh. And Brooke's like, okay, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I'm going to walk away. Yeah, for so it's like you're acting like uh, a, the dragon killed your family or something. He's like, something, <laughs> something worse. <laughs> As yeah, I think the dub is like, it's like, oh, man, that would mess me up if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps kicking. Yeah, I'm sure that'll never be expounded upon. <laughs> nope, there's totally not something almost nope. related to that <laughs> that we witnessed. Nope, completely different direction. <laughs> oh, man. So much, so much uh, happens in One Piece. Uh, anyways, so they continue on as a group. And uh, wouldn't you know it, they come up on Chopper, who's just now in monster mode, holding back all the giant kids. We don't get, like, a flashback or anything, I don't think. It's just... Okay, now now this is how severe that situation has gotten. And uh, before this episode ends, 608, we get a scene in a random doctor's office in the lab, uh, but like a random room, a random kid is getting a checkup with some of the fucking Among Us minions. And they're like, yep, everything looks great, kid. You're perfectly fine. And she's like, hey, but what about that other kid who went into the secret room and then was never seen again? And he turned into a dragon? I believe his name was Momonosuke. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> it's so funny. They didn't even let it sit. <laughs> no, it's instantly, instantly just like Momonosuke. Bah. And that gets followed up on the next episode. 609. Nice. A little bit. They basically just repeat all that information again. And the, and the minion guys are like, oh, I can't believe a kid found out about that. But we'll get there. Uh, 609. Nice. Uh, Virgo is still rushing through the facility. Uh, Law is about to destroy the sad. Thank you. And uh, but but Virgo uh, arrives and starts beating the shit out of him instead. Um, he's like, I could just crush your heart and kill you, but that'd be boring. So I'm gonna do this, and then you're gonna have a chance to beat me, which will happen because you're a main character now. But he beats the shit out of Law for a little while. Um, the main thing with Law's power is that one. I mean, Virgo can just hit his heart whenever he wants to slow him down. But also, Virgo is just really fast. And that seems to be a thing that Law can't really compete with, as overpowered as he is. He moves kind of slow. He can, like, he can only move fast if he's teleporting himself with room. <laughs> uh, we check back out on Luffy, who's going to die in this episode. And uh, from exposure, he uh, is trying to break out of a bunch of igloos. 
eventually Monet does this move where she like gets up really close to him, like wraps her wings around him and just like makes him cold. Just like exudes, like I guess drains heat from his body and he starts getting uh, really fucked up. And uh, I wish Monet would grab me and kill me. Me? I, I would love that. I, I'd be fine with that. You know, I'm constantly overheating all the time and I could use a hug that cools me down. Absolutely. My apartment runs hot. Everyone knows this. Andrew still complains about it. <laughs> and uh, I, I think what I, what I need is someone like Monet in my life to, pun intended, chill me out. Luffy remembers Zora's pep talk from earlier about, like, not dying. And he gets a, like, sudden burst of energy. And uh, what, what does he do? He, like, grabs her and then, like, stamps the floor. I don't know what his plan was, but he just kind of falls into the hole. I don't know if he was just trying to escape or just like let the cold air out or something, but he falls I think down that's this what hole. It was. Just trying to like get the cold air out. Yeah. Well, it worked. It also got the Luffy out. And he falls down, and I think uh, Monet talks about like, wow, he's strong. Well, now he's falling into the trash. So, F. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chopper is still holding off the kids, but uh, his rumble effects wears off. And they all rush past him. Uh, but luckily, all of his friends are catching up. Nami just picks him up. He's like, we gotta stop them from getting the candy. <laughs> uh, and this is where I noticed that Brownbeard's just gone. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not, he's not with them. And I don't think he's in the next episode either. No? I have to imagine he shows up again. But he is not in these running scenes. And I don't know why or where. And maybe there was also someone else missing. And I can assume they're together. Uh, but he's big, so he's the one I noticed was missing. But they're going towards the Biscuits room after the kids. Uh, Robin uses her powers but can't hold them back. We see at the long end of the room is Mocha holding the big candy, trying to protect it from all of the kids who want to take it from her. And, uh, you know, a lot of the same sad beats. Uh, she tries to run away out of the room, but there is a rush of cold air coming in, and then the doorway is blocked by snow. I can't imagine who did this. It was Monet. And uh, now, I think that maybe this is after the eye catch. I don't fucking know. I stopped writing those notes down. Uh, but uh, we check back in on the kid who is asking about Momonosuke. They basically say the exact same shit again from the yeah. last episode. Stupid minion guys are like, oh, he's fine. And she's like, yeah, but he like wouldn't eat. And they were like, oh, he's eating. Now he's just in another room this lab is very big and speaking of the secret room uh the secret cord that please the lord caesar goes into the secret room it's in building r and it seems to be vegapunks uh or it was vegapunks back uh, back before i mean the whole lab was vegapunks but his name's on shit and um he complains about vegapunk caesar does he wants to be the world's greatest scientist yada 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 uh he's like he's bitter that Vegapunk got the promotion into the world government, and he didn't. Um, he'll talk about that a little more a little bit in the next episode. Vergo has Law's heart still, and is just too fast. Like, like Law's like, I'm just going to use the room and take my heart back, but, like, it appears in his hand, and before he can do anything with it, Vergo has rushed to him, yeah. kicked him into the, into the railing in this room. This is when he has Countershock. He, like, yeah. his hands, like light up like defibrillators and hit Vergo and it seems to do like some good damage it's just not enough 
this is where things change because Smoker arrives and uh, he's going to fight Barago. He's got a bone to pick. Um, and that's the end of 609. Nice. Uh, 610, our last episode of, uh, of, of this podcast episode, was when I realized in the opening that Robin is using the same watering can that was, that was made in Glorious Island uh, in, in this opening. Oh. Very small detail. Very cute. <laughs> um, I was just like, oh, that's the same one that Usopp makes her in the very horny short that we watched <laughs> for Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Uh, but 610, it's Monet uh, in the Biscuits room. And this is where Robin's like, hey, Usopp and Brooke, can you go get some C Prism Stone handcuffs for me? Because uh, Luffy told me to do it, and I guess I haven't done it yet. So that's all the favor was, was <laughs> yeah. uh, C-, C Prism Stone handcuffs, which like, oh yeah, of course. Like, I don't know how else you thought you were going to kidnap a Logia man. Put him, I, I, like I said before, put him in a jar. But yeah, so they run off and Kinemon joins them because he's still looking for uh, Momonosuke. Uh, Smoker is talking shit to Vergo. He's like, I'm going to expose you. I I can't believe you did all this with how much the G5 Marines like you. And Vergo's like, yeah, it's a shame they're all dead, though. So (laughs) not much you can do now. And this just makes Smoker start attacking him. Uh, Law is just kind of laying on the ground nearby, which is where he's going to stay for a while. Sanji is helping the remaining G5, uh... Marines escape while occasionally hitting on Toshigi. She kind of just ignores it and uh, uh, appreciates the help. This place is on fire now. And gas starts pouring in. At some point, the Sanji's talking about how great he is and why he wants to help this pretty lady. And then the G5 Marines are like, yeah, when, when he fought the fake Virgo, I thought it was sexy. And Sanji's like, this isn't helping me right now. Yeah. Yeah, I just the subtitles were like, like, yeah, that was really, that was really attractive how you did that, and that guy was like, yes, yeah, yeah, bro, that was really hot. <laughs> Which is all right. I think that's great. Just guys being dudes. They're just guys being dudes. Saying, yeah, King, go off. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Sanji, what you did there, that, that was some real king shit. Yeah, and he's like, you guys are bringing me down. She's gonna think I'm a gay. Which you hate to see it. The G5 Marines are in the right, and Sanji is just... There's kings supporting kings, and... Yeah, and that's, well, that's the thing. Sanji is Mr. Prince. He, doesn't, he hasn't quite made it to king status yet. Yeah, oh, true, true. Maybe one day. Uh, probably not. Uh, anyways. Well, is Sanji going to be king of the pirates? <laughs> no. Will he even be prince of the pirates? He's like third in line. What does that make Zoro the duke? Duke of piracy. Uh, yeah, uh, Sanji will be count. He'll probably be like a count mm. of pirates. The count of pirates. Yeah, so everything's bad uh, in the lab. Uh, Caesar is like closing off more gates and is like, look, I all, I, they all want to go to R66, so I'm just going to get everyone to go there as bait and then pump that room full of gas, and then I will have my experiment completion where they're all killed by... Uh, the name of his gas is Land of Death, by the way. I don't think I've said it yet. Is that, uh, is that Shino Kuni? I, I saw that word a bunch, but because I'm watching it dubbed, I'm not positive. Yeah, I think that's what that is. Okay. I looked up Shino Kuni Devil Fruit, and it just gave me the axolotl thing again. And I was like, I don't want to go to the wiki right now. 
But, uh, yeah, so Caesar's making those plans, and Luffy wakes up in Trashland. I love Star Wars, uh, because something's slithering around. And it yells at him. What was the line in the dub? It was like, he calls him an insolent man. He speaks very proper. <laughs> hmm, a lot like Kinemon does. Huh. <laughs> I wonder. You can kind of tell from his silhouette that it's like, I mean, you it's see not, it by the end of this it's episode. It's not your European but... dra- kind of dragon that you see. No. Him. No, which is kind of what Vegapunk made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this is more, yeah, traditional like kind of Japanese. But, uh, yeah. You see the silhouette of it. You see his actual face at the end of the episode. But yeah, Luffy just makes a face like, what the fuck is that? Uh, we go to iCatch, come back to Caesar Clown talking about how much he hates this room because it is Vegapunk's and not his. And he just has big fucking beef with Vegapunk. But this scene is a lot of, I think, why people thought there was an arc to Caesar. And I think a, a, a lot of Caesar's characterization that people are like, yeah, but he could fit maybe the straw hat mold if he wasn't doing so many bad things. <laughs> Which I, I think a lot of people boils down to like, can you ever truly redeem yourself from some of the things he's done? And the answer is probably no. But uh, this scene for him, I think, is fun. Where, it, well, first, you know, he has some minions with him. And he, does, he doesn't send them out to take anybody out themselves. Uh, because they're backup guinea pigs if anything happens. The man, he's like talking about how he wants his, he needs to show what his gas can do. And they're like, well, if this is the gas from four years ago, isn't it Vegapunk's? And he gets really fucking pissed off at this. <laughs> and he like concocts a lie in his head. You can kind of <laughs> see it on his face. And he starts to tell, he starts to like pretend to be sad. And he tells this, he tells his backstory. He's like, oh, all I want to be is this greatest scientist in the world. I want to surpass Vegapunk. This mentor I had that I'm I am angry that he got promoted when, uh, on my work. And it, I don't know. I don't know exactly, like, the truth of the matter. I, I think they were both working on it, on the stuff. I think it's just that, like, Caesar wanted to just use it to kill everybody. And I don't think <laughs> Vegapunk was doing that. Yeah. I don't know what Vegapunk was doing, but he tries to stop Caesar. I don't know if he's a good guy or not, Vegapunk. He seems to just make shit that's fucked up. <laughs> And the government's like, well, we're going to use it. We're going to like, he's like, like making a robot isn't inherently bad, but like, look at what the pacifists do. Yeah. So uh, he's, um, he's kind of like Tony Stark. Mm. He's going to realize at some point, hey, uh, the military industrial complex is bad. And then, uh, and then, I mean, that's the plot of <laughs> still be emblematic of it in a way that's weird. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. I I know I was tweeting at you the other. I mean, it's a while ago now that like Iron Man three is a really good movie, uh, because that happens. He's like, yeah, all of this is bad. American military is bad, and then that movie has a great conclusion of Tony Stark's arc, and the franchise is like, ah, oh, we signed him for like eight more movies. What are we gonna do with him? <laughs> so like, Avengers two is stupid, and then eventually he just kind of becomes like a weird fascist dad for uh. <laughs> For uh, Spider Spidey Man, but uh, yeah, Iron Man three, good movie. Shane Black, good director. Uh, anyways, yeah. So Caesar talks this whole game about how he wants to. He says that he tried to stop Vegapunk from hurting people, which is you know obviously not congruent with what he's even doing right now in the scene. But uh, the flashback is of him four years ago trying to set off the test immediately, and it's like I just, I just, I, we got to see how this works. I want to do this. And everyone's like, and like the other people working there are like, no, it like, yeah, like 
yes, you're making a weapon, but we don't want it to go off on innocent people or people here working on it. And he's like, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> and Vegapunk stops him. Like, Vegapunk steps in and tries to get him, like, arrested and taken off the project. We don't see Vegapunk's face. We hear his voice. He just kind of, like, breaks free of the guys and slams the button anyway. And that's how the explosion happened four years ago. Uh, and then, obviously, we know he came back and used his smoke powers to to combine it into an axolotl boy. Uh, but that's basically where this episode ends. Before uh, we hit to be continued, we kind of get, like, a... a montage of where everybody is at so like g5 tashigi and sanji are running inward uh smoker is fighting virgo laws on the ground next to him we don't check in on the biscuits room i don't think but that's also happening Uh, and uh luffy meets a dragon (laughs) we see the dragon we see he doesn't say his name luffy's like who are you and the kid's like i should be asking you that question and we see this little pink tiny dragon boy that uh we already have enough information to know that that's Momonosuke. Yeah. Also, he's in the opening right next to Kinemon this whole time. So <laughs> It's very quick, though. Anyways, that's our episode. Wow. Ten episodes. I think... I don't know how much punk has it we have left. I have, to, I have to pull up the spreadsheet. But we're making time. I'm sure ne- maybe next time a fight with Caesar will actually end and not just uh, have Caesar leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate power, just being able to leave. Yeah. If I was made of gas, I would just disappear <laughs> all the time. The thing about Caesar is that if he wasn't a piece of shit, <laughs> he, his power does kind of allow him to, like, he could be the greatest scientist in the world if he used his power for good. <laughs> like, imagine all the things he could accomplish if he was just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to make, I'm going to cure cancer. <laughs> but no, I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> that's a it's it's like the best uh thing i saw someone ever say about the bioshock series is you know it's a true libertarian utopia because they skipped the part where they can alter dna to like cure diseases and went straight to superpowers oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that you pay money for mm-hmm. well yeah i mean yeah nobody what's the thing the joker says on dark Knight? It's like if you can do something good don't do it for free and that's that was actually uh, Doflamingo said that because he's the Joker. <laughs> Doflamingo is the Joker. The Joker, baby. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, Dress Rose is going to be long, and b- we're going to talk about a lot of episodes at once because the pacing is kind of bullshit. <laughs> uh, but I'm so excited to just talk about Doflamingo for six months. <laughs> hey, at least we, we won't be watching it weekly. Like,. <laughs> Anytime someone says the pacing is bad, like that just sounds like it would have been a nightmare to watch. Wait a whole yeah. week to find out what happens next. Yeah, that's thing is like, oh man, it's finally what Saturday, Sunday, whatever day it comes out in the states. Uh, and we're just like, oh boy, there was ten minutes of new footage this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 that that's the thing too. It's like I I don't know if like how much of the pacing is just like like studio problem. They didn't have money. If it was like too close to the uh, the manga, or if it's just like so much is going on that you kind of need seven eight minutes to recap, like to keep everybody on the same page, week to week. I don't know. Wano doesn't have those problems, and it's just as big, if not bigger. So I don't know. Anyways, uh, we'll get there. It'll be a great time. How you feel about Punk Hazard so far? I know you said a lot of nice things about these fights. It's pretty cool. 
Um, I, I give a shit as opposed to Fishman Island, where I, for the most part, was just kind of going through it. <laughs> yeah, Fishman Island's a lot of like, hey, remember how good Arlong Park was? <laughs> like, that's, those are the best moments <laughs> in, uh, in Fishman Island. Um, or like near the end where it starts to like gesture at like a bunch of fucked up shit a bigger, in the bigger world. world. Yeah. Like, I think I said it about, uh... Fishman Island, but it felt like when you boot up Kingdom Hearts 2 and they're like, ha fuck you actually, Kingdom Hearts 2.9. <laughs> it's like, I want, <laughs> yeah. I just want to play 3! Stop! I want play 3! I just want to go to uh, the new world. <laughs> yeah. My, my thing, though, is I don't know that Smash cutting to Punk Hazard works. No. Like, I, I think you need something in between. It's just that, I don't know. I don't know if Fishman Island is the best version of that. But yeah, I think I think Oda's trying to make stuff like more serious and higher stakes in the new world. It's uh, you know, I don't want to compare it to part 3 of JoJo because I actually think part 3 is largely bad. <laughs> um, but it is always my touchstone when I think of a piece of media that is just kind of figuring shit out in real time because he kind of figures out what stands are by the end of part 3. Yeah. And that's why part 4 is so fucking good. It's because he doesn't have to do that as much. Yeah. Uh, but three becomes very boring Monster of the Week stuff for a while. And it's got a bunch of other problems. Uh, I think Oda's largely, you know, never gets to that problem of figuring stuff out in real time. But there is a lot of, like, stuff he wants to do before One Piece ends that has to happen somewhere. And it's just like, I guess it happens here. You know, I, I guess this is where we, you know, like, it's just like, I want to dig into the deeper Fishman Island stuff and like like the racism stuff of it that ties back into Arlong, but this is where the timescape is coming out of, so it's happening here too. And yeah, that's just a huge mess on its own. Uh, I like Punk Hazard though. I like Dressrosa for all of its faults. I hope you like Dressrosa because if you don't, it's gonna take so long to get through it, and I you know <laughs> I just don't I, I just don't want you to have a bad time. I like my I, I like my friend Jory. I like the podcast. We make a want him to have a good time. See, we I did ask you on the podcast if you were my friend, so we have an established lore of, <laughs> of that. <laughs> and I said yes. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> the long awaited. Yeah, people listen to fifty episodes of this podcast. Not sure. <laughs> no, but feel, yeah, I'm I glad you're like enjoying the, Punk Hazard. If someone told me that, like, the McElroys aren't actually brothers, I'd, I'd probably believe them. <laughs> it's just, like, an industry secret, you know? No, kind of, I, kind of I like... here's the thing. <laughs> if they weren't brothers, Travis would have been gone a long time ago. They would have, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They would have written him out, recast something. Because <laughs> uh, there's, there's no excuse. Anyways. Yeah, I guess that's it. I, it, I, was, th- I was thinking about Dressrosa more, and it's just, like, there are so many characters in it, and I just hope... If if you don't like them, it might be difficult to to power through some of it. We'll get there. Lots lots of takes. I'm excited. I'm excited for everything going forward. You know, Fishbane Island was like the thing where I'm like, this is a messy arc. I feel like there's going to be landmines in the episodes for us to walk over and talk about. And I like all of those episodes a lot. So now I'm just like, hell yeah! I like Punk Hazard. I like Dress Rosa. I like Whole Cake. I'm liking Wano. Choo choo. Brown Beard Express. Let's go. C Train. Other reference to the anime but yeah that's gonna do it for this episode uh be sure to stay 
tuned after the plugs to hear Jory's great predictions of what's going to happen next. Because uh, they're never wrong and always funny. But first, we're going to do some plugs. So, Jory, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Twitter.com slash Jory, where you can see such great tweets as... And also... And one of my favorites... That's the best place to find me is on Twitter. Are you... Are you expecting me to plug things in there? No, that's part of the joke is that it's just okay. uh, nothing. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, I'm oh. glad that I undermined it. Here's, here's, a, here's a good one. This between my brother just said femdom. <laughs> that was a great tweet. Because I was watching a movie and then something happened of like a woman like kicking a man over or something. That's just he said something about femdom. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't acknowledge it. I was like, oh, yeah, he knows what these things are. Yeah, I mean, he's online. It's hard <laughs> to hard to avoid. You know, I never uh, hearing someone like bring up vor offline as well is weird. So someone like offline saying the word vor. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm sure that's happened to me. <laughs> I mean, outside of like hanging out with Rain, but that's different. They they are online. Uh, we talk more online than we do in person, <laughs> especially you know this past year. That's great. Do you have anything else you want to plug? Or are you just gonna? Let's go there. I'm. Uh, I'm I'm doing school. That's not something to talk oh, about yeah. on a podcast. So so one day you might do another podcast again once you once you're done with school. So someday I might try to get my life together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Also, my dog. I plugged the concept of my dog. Oh yeah, that's true. There's a lot of great dog pictures. You got those bow ties for him. I did. I that got a great. pack of twenty. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I probably plugged, I, I actually recorded a month ago, I probably, I probably plugged the Disney essays I'm doing, but I'm doing yeah, at Disney those, essays. like, the last two episodes, I think, that we did. Last two? Okay. Yeah, at least. Interesting. I just, we do them so long ago, I'm so, I, even though I edit them, I just forget. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, Make Mine Movies is the name of a project where I've been writing about every, uh, Disney like the main studio Disney animated uh, movies. As of the the end of the month, I think I'll be finishing up the package era, the like wartime movies, and uh, Cinderella will be soon. Cinderella, great movie. Uh, but after that, it's kind of just bangers for a little bit. The 50s are a great decade for them. Uh, but you can read those. I post them on Mondays and Fridays every week. Uh, you can also listen to them uh, same day. I, I, there's, I upload readings of, of me reading them. Uh, on a podcast feed. It's not a podcast, but uh, I figured uh, it's a little more accessible that way, so people who want to listen can listen. So again, that's Make Mine Movies, and uh, my other podcast, Got It Memorized, is about uh, when this comes out in the public feed. It's going to be a few days away from starting a brand new thing that is not a Square Enix property. Um, I'm extremely excited about it. Uh, It's extremely predictable that Wheels and I would have eventually done this thing. Yeah, just go check that out. I'll be tweeting about it. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I've been doing some some extra context research, reading a book, and uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll do a little bit of that, and then probably switch to uh, the new world ends with you game, which is supposed to come out this summer, and then we, there will still be more of the new thing to go back to and do. But uh, yeah, got it memorized. The name of that podcast. Um, I'm done plugging that shit. This podcast, though, you can follow us at uh, We Are Watching OP on Twitter, 
Go to patreon.com slash wearewatchingop. Uh, back us for a dollar or up if you're nice to us, if you like us. Big thank you to everybody who gives us more than a dollar. Uh, you get these episodes early. You get our bonus episodes. Uh, what we do every month. Uh, April is going to be a commentary track for Z. We did all the prep for it last time. So now we're going to just watch the movie, do the commentary track. I suggested maybe doing a drinking game. Um, I might have to like read the <laughs> plot synopsis and come up with one. Because it's like you Google One Piece drinking game. It's like every time he says I'm going to be King of the Pirates. And I'm like, how many times is he going to say that in a movie? I don't know. Twice? Beginning and end? Uh, but we'll figure it out. And uh, yeah, that'll be on the Patreon. And uh, I'm excited to watch that movie. I haven't seen it in, I don't know, probably around the time I was watching these episodes the first time. That's uh, a Nickelback movie, right? I think so. I think, yeah, cool. Nickelback covers cool. Avril Lavigne for the ending credits. So we'll cool. definitely, cool. we need to get drunk before that happens. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so look forward to that. And uh, also, if you support us on Patreon, we will say your name in the episode, which uh, Jory is going to do now. Uh, Not now, but I'm going to edit it <laughs> in. So. A big thank you to our patrons for the end of April. That's right. I'm recording this on 420. Uh, someday, maybe we'll get to smoke weed with Luffy. Um, thanks to Adam B., Adam W., Andrew, Anton, Anxious Dust, Ashok, Becca, Ben, Captain Moke, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Aqueous, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Hayden, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson Sherman, Jalen Stanley, Jamesus, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, Mick Foley, 299, Minty, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Rem, Riley, Rogers, Ryan, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Vitek. But yeah, I think that's it for the plugs. So, Jory, it's time for you to use your, your big brain and your future sight to look ahead and tell everybody what happens next on One Piece. So, uh, so Law is breaking into, he broke into the sad production room to do something that he has planned for a long time. Defeat the sad. To to break the sad production room. And while Ver- Virgo's busy um, fighting Smoker, he won't be able to stop Law from destroying the sad production machine. And what... Because that's been his goal the entire time of... to He said it'll change the new world and the reason why he became a warlord. What'll happen is he's gonna break it, and it's gonna cause like all of the sad to explode into the world, and everyone will be goth just like him. <laughs> and that that was his goal the whole time. He want he wants Luffy to capture Caesar Clown because Caesar Clown is the only one who has the goth antidote, and he does not <laughs> want <laughs> Caesar Clown to unleash the antidote for everyone being goth. So are you phrasing this as like a villainous act or a heroic one? Um, it just is, you know. Okay, uh, neutral. Yeah, it's it doesn't benefit anyone except for Law, but it doesn't really, like, hurt anyone. Everyone's just goth after. Yeah. See, my brain, I thought you were going to go the other direction and say that, like, once he defeats the sad, he will no longer be goth. But mm. you you want to unleash the sad among yeah, he the is. Here's the thing. Uh, if, if you... 
you try and think about it in your brain if you try and like imagine a not goth law it's kind of like when they when they show cockroaches in anime i don't know if it's like a real thing or like a joke in japan but they're always censored (laughs) they always have blurry censoring over them and i've never been able to find like a conclusive information of if, if it's like some kind of like courtesy because it'll cause some people to like panic seeing an animated cockroach or if it's like an ongoing joke but if you try to imagine not goth law like your brain won't let you like it's not possible yeah i'm trying it's hurting i can't do it <laughs> yeah you'll pass out before it'll happen yeah it's fucking that paul rudd gif and he just can't can't generate <laughs> anyways uh that's exactly what's going to happen next time and uh be sure to uh, listen to our podcast to hear us discuss about the gothification of the new world. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, until next time, to be, to be continued. continued.